is going on, internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Namicron. I am your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfin. Joining me, of course, my two homies, starting with Ryan the Synthetic. What up, man? Hello, hello. Awesome. And, of course, the Chungus Among Us. Yeah. Of the Bungus, and I'm going to continue to use that. I don't care. Oh God. Huh. I Ollie the Vonstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm, I'm back to me today. I'm just Vonstra on this uh, group call. All right, all right. He's the Vonstrosity. He put the the Chungus Bungus yeah. up on the hook for now. Yeah. But that may can, not save you next episode. Maybe Von Strongus or something, if you want to really continue the trend. We'll see. Von Strongus. Von Strongus. Mm. That's right. I've evolved. This isn't even my final form. Not even. How many more you got left? Not even. Uh, time will tell. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Only episode 29. Know, he doesn't Only even know. 20. Yeah. I don't know the extent of my own strength. He'll, uh, he'll reach his final form come episode 100. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i'm just putting it out there yeah now you're putting a lot of pressure on me though <laughs> well i mean you, okay well it's episode 29 you've got do the math what yeah <laughs> 71 episodes to sort this out <laughs> yeah fair enough that's a lot of time speaking of a lot of time we have got a lot to cover today like this that. day we have all seen Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and we all have a lot to talk about on that one. But before we get there, we need to discuss the goings-on of that Moon Knight finale, and I'm going to open this floor up to Ryan. Your thoughts, man? I really liked the episode. I mean, uh, I think that they like closed everything off well, uh, for the most part leaving a couple things open seemingly to a season two. Um, but then again, like th there were a couple things here and there that did feel a little rushed. Um, as I'm sure most people uh, that have seen it at this point, uh, I feel like it's common for the fans to be of the mind that most of us didn't like that. They didn't show the actual fight with Lockley uh, at the end. Right. And that, that, that seems uh, that to be the general out. consensus. Yeah. Right. when It just seemed kind of like a cop-out to some people, and I didn't really like that. But aside from that one instance, I feel like, for the most part, they covered everything that I didn't believe that they were going to. I don't think any of us believed they were going to be able to, to pull it all together. Yeah, but there were yeah. two right. <laughs> Ryan was like on the edge of the cliff with it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was just like I had almost given up on it. To be honest, oh, I was going to watch it regardless, but I did not have my hopes <laughs> up at all. Would you say it, it then broke your expectations? I would say so. Yeah. Delivered and then some, or just delivered? I would say just delivered. Yeah. I think yeah, like, like they did have some cool shit happen, mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't like it didn't absolutely blow me away. Right. And I, I think that they still stuck to their formula in a way. 
Um, and by that, I mean, like, they're, they're really backseating the character of Moon Knight. And that's been true throughout the entirety of this, uh, this series. Very and true. And only appears like for maybe a few minutes an episode at most and i don't mind that because we had a large focus on uh mark and steven which i thought was really good but for the final episode i was really hoping that uh we would really get to see the extent of of his fighting prowess i guess right um and at the climax of that they disappointed me that's fair uh i mean to to offer up a blackout and i understand i can to a degree in in terms of storytelling i can understand why they did it um but i'm i'm with you it's definitely disappointing because i would have liked to have seen what exactly went down like it goes from he's kind of in a you know an oh shit moment and then he fucking blacks out and everything is destroyed and he's standing over top of Harrow like Yeah, like he just he won. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I completely agree. Whether I mean I don't feel like I don't feel overly like it's a cop out. It's just we've we spent this entire season speculating that you know there was a third personality in there we looked at all the clues we'd seen him come out in the scenes in the the uh the duat mental ward when he's talking with dr harrow you know he let his accent slip and you know there was you know those instances in the third episode where you know he's having the knife fight with those guys and pardon me sorry steven's talking to him through the reflection of the blade you know, not again, not again. And Mark's like, the, like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they, they always constantly alluded to there being a third personality, even including uh, that that coffin or sarcophagus, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the Duat mental ward as well. They just kind of walked on by like it was no big fucking deal. Well, it is a big fucking deal. But we don't find out how big a deal it is until the post credit scene of the episode. And that. That was slightly frustrating for me as well, so I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that said, though, and we had we had talked about this before. I think at the end of the watch party, um, if it wasn't for that end credit scene, the entire show would have basically just been a wash. Yeah, and kind of like that might be an extreme opinion to some degree because like it wasn't entirely bad. I agree. But it just, it, it wouldn't have had enough good about it. They didn't, clo- they wouldn't have closed off enough and they would have just intentionally kept us in the dark uh, for no reason, it, it would right. have seemed like. And uh, um, the end credit scene did its job in portraying that there was another personality that we aren't supposed to know much about. Right. But without just the, even the name drop made the biggest difference to me. Oh, absolutely. To to finally get that confirmation that Jake Lockley is an actual being. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. What were uh, what, what are your thoughts on <clears throat> pardon me, on Mark leaving the field of reeds to go back and reunite with Steven? Ollie, you take this one. Yeah, well from 
from what I've kind of see, people's reactions were like, oh, that was like f kind of forced and it was like plot. I don't know, like. Do you feel like it was forced? Board. I don't. Th I don't. I don't at all. No, I thought that the the show did a really good job showing just how much Mark relies on Stephen, mm -hmm. even though Stephen wasn't fully aware of Mark's existence, or maybe he was, and for whatever reason, we started episode one with him forgetting about it. But either way, uh, I think they've come a long way in this in this season, and I think it's quite obvious that Mark invented Stephen as a persona to to escape his reality so it, it he is very much a part of him and even though he found peace i think it's really like wholesome that his real peace is being whole and and that's with steven so i thought that that scene was perfectly um perfectly well done and right. I, I don't think I'd really change any part of it. I think it served exactly the purpose that it was meant to serve. And and I got no questions or holdups about it. What about you, Alex? No, I, I actually agree. I very much vehemently agree. I think we spent so much time with this back and forth between Mark and Steven um, that they eventually bonded and bonded super well while they were in the duat. And I think it, it makes sense both story-wise and personality-wise for him to go back for Stephen. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Stephen is a part of his life and has been since they were, how old was he? Like 10, 11? Something like something, that. Something like that? I think 12, yeah. Yeah, like 12, 12, 12 sounds right. 12 sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> Somewhere between 10 and 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, and usually you're not wrong, so uh, we'll take that. Yeah, no, I think I think that was brilliant, and definitely like it had to happen. He wasn't gonna just leave them out there after all the shit they went through. Yeah, like that was fucking. That I, would just I, be I ridiculous. I agree. I think that would be a little hard to believe as a viewer. Like it just wouldn't have made sense. Right. So I don't It'd know why much people were upset about that. Right. Well, those people can fuck off. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening, Although... you can fuck off. No, no. <laughs> Although one thing I'm that kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Weird was um, like the hearts balancing, and that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. And we had kind of talked about it after the episode yeah. as well, um, in regards to the speculation of there being a third personality. Yeah. That it didn't make sense for one of them to disappear, and then all of a sudden he makes it into the field of reeds. Well, because to me, with, like as yeah. long as Jake is there, he is the worst out of the three. And if anything, them not knowing about him okay. entirely makes well, it a bigger split. Here, here's how I see it. So, first of all, in episode one, you remember that conversation with the little girl in the museum. Yes, I re I recently rewatched that episode, and before that conversation even happens, um, he explains to the little girl about how to get through the f through to the field of reeds is by having your heart weighed because the Egyptians believed that the heart was where the soul was kept, right? Right. So mm -hmm. my kind of theory with that, Ryan, um, with uh, Stephen falling overboard and Mark making it through, is that we know that Mark is like the real quote unquote alter, right? He's he was he was the one that was actually born, it was Stephen and Jake that were uh, yeah. personalities. 
So right. I think that that it that's explained that Jake wasn't introduced in that mix right there was because it shows that Mark's soul is whole and his personalities are actually preventing um, his soul from being complete. It's actually taking away from his soul. And I right. think that's also I think that's also reflected in the unbalancing of the scales with um, Amit's uh, staff through Harrow why he right. couldn't be judged right? right 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 because so i think i think that that's actually less of a of a whole and more of a detail for for who mark is as a person is that as soon as steven was out of the picture um and and we know that jake was still trapped in the sarcophagus technically so neither of them are there um I think that that's why Mark was able to go through because specifically right. he didn't have it. And specifically again, that's why he left the field of reeds because he didn't feel complete. So it's kind of, it's kind of showing this like yin yang in his life where he is like a noble, complete person, yet he doesn't feel complete at the same time because he's missing this very important part of himself that actually, mm. according to the gods or whoever judges him in the field of reeds, doesn't approve of and doesn't make him make him like whole or whatever right also i think you know playing off of the both Stephen and mark not knowing that lockley exists i think has a has something to do with it as well because for the longest time they themselves didn't know so if they don't know about one another can the scales be off balanced that's a good point um, I think I had a theory that I think when we discussed this last time that I feel like Conchu, um, not last time on the episode, but um, last time we talked about this show, right. uh, I feel like I feel like Conchu is able to to repress um, the other altars and only select which one comes out because kind of case in point was that when we do see Stephen waking up with his jaw like dislocated right. um he's like oh the idiot's in charge so i think there's very few circumstances that i can actually bring steven back and i think all the other times it's usually been conchu bringing steven um to be the one and i think that kind of explains um also why um in like now that we know jake lockley is like the violent alter and that he actually exists in this show or in the mcu in episode one it's always been my theory well um that 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 wasn't mark fighting in the in the european town and in the car chase scene down the mountain right i think personally that that's jake because every time uh we see him turn into mark it's always mm -hmm it's not been like a blackout like that. It's usually been, I think maybe there's one or two times where it's been a blackout with Mark, but I think right. most cases that it is a blackout is because it's Jake taking over and Khonshu hiding that fact from Mark and Steven. So I'd say that tracks. Yeah. So that's kind of my theory. And, and the reason why Steven keeps popping in and out um, in the car chase scene is because if he keeps leaving these big gaps in in either Stephen or Mark's memories, they're gonna know something is up, and that either there's a new altar or Conchu himself is like taking over, and so I think he has to let Stephen in every now and then to kind of 
make him feel like he's in control and not ask too many questions. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. No, I feel that. Um, the reveal of the Scarlet Scarab. Who wants mm-hmm. to take that one? Cringe. <laughs> well, the reveal itself was not cringe. There was no, a moment sorry. that you that you feel was cringe. Yeah, no the the character itself is not cringe. The um the, the introduction of Scarlet Scarab is it? Yeah, like did that. They actually, that suit they, is fucking. Oh yeah, yeah it's the, been suit, confirmed. the suit is sick. It, yeah, it's been confirmed. But did they say it in the episode? No. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Because yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't until afterwards that I think I heard it from you guys, but. No, the character seems pretty cool. Um, so far, kind of just seems like a beefed-up Falcon, and probably with very similar powers to Moon Knight, technically, since they're both, like, avatars of a god. Kind um, of. Except, I mean, you know, they have their flair about them, right? Right. Like, she can fly. Uh, we were talking about this last time. It was something like, what, three three to five hundred miles per hour? Yeah. Um, plus, she's got million. super strength, durability, flexibility, agility... All that. Magic swords, I'm assuming, <laughs> since they come out of nowhere. Um, Wait, are, were they swords? I thought she was yeah. just stabbing people with her wings. I mean, she's got both, but like when she reaches behind her back in that first scene, she pulls out those two blades and right. with the blades came the You're wings. Right. They're You're like, right. um, oh, what's the type of blade? They looked kind of like scimitar? a... Scimitar? Kind of, kind of scimitar, kind of like... Um, Oh, they were like a short sword that the uh, the Spartans used. Oh, I know. I'm picturing it in my head, but yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say Kopesh, but I don't think that's correct. No, Kopesh is like the sickle-looking one, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Um, man, it's been a while since I played Assassin's Creed Origins or Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> so don't quite um, remember what it's called. One second. <laughs> Asiphos. Uh, X X I P H O S. It's either Xiphos or Xiphos. Either way, that's the okay. that's the kind of sword. Yeah, she pulls okay. those out. Yeah, I would not have um, remembered that name. No, sure. I had I had to look it up. <laughs> huh. No, no, right? No, no. Google. I googled this one. <laughs> I didn't right. just pull so, that out of my ass. So yeah, um, the I think the the only really issue I had with her with any scene she was involved in was the one where she was saving the little girl and the little girl was like, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" And she's like, "Yes." I personally think that that was like kind of shoehorned in, and like it's very obvious that she's an Egyptian character. I think they mention it in the show, and the fact that her father is a like a famous Egyptian archaeologist, I guess, and. Yeah. And you know you just didn't need to say that. Like that's on that's on the nose. Like would you, in in when Iron Man was introduced, would you be like, are you like a, a like a white superhero or like American <laughs> superhero? Like that's just it's weird, and it just panders to people who who really care about like that. I don't know. Like nothing wrong with having representation, but I just feel like being obvious about it is being like, hey, yeah, look at my gay friend. I'm cool, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, something like that. I, I agree with you. I thought it was a goofy fucking line, and it had a zero place where it was uh, where it was thrown in there, and the, it it really it took away from the scene. Honestly, yeah. it was I agree. Zero it, it was definitely they literally yeah, was... could have 
they they could have done more with just zooming in on the girl's face and her eyes going wide or something you know just like to show how inspired she is or whatever and how she or feels safe it's, instead exactly. of asking are you an egyptian superhero have her exclaim in excitement yes. that is holy another shit option. an egyptian superhero yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think that, I think it would have been less jarring. That's what I was just about to say earlier. Yeah. Is that it was it was mm-hmm. quite jarring for just for that one split yeah. second. And I mean, the other little thing about that is that, like, technically, in in a world in the world of today, like, if you look at somebody, you can't just be like, "Oh, I think they're Egyptian." Like, sure, she's got like the whole Egyptian look going on, but she mm-hmm. could be Latina, and like, and. And I don't know, maybe Disney thought that people were going to think that, even though, like I said, they mentioned like three times that she's Egyptian. But right. I, it, it's just like another little thing of like you like you can't trust the viewer to, to know what's going on. So you got to like right. spoon feed them what they're seeing. And that kind of bugs me as well. No, that's fair. Um, but how about that fight scene where Mark and Steven came together and would split the fight between Mr. Knight and the Moon Knight avatar. I thought yeah, that was fucking I thought that was the brilliant. coolest. Right? Yeah. I personally thought that so that good. was the coolest part of the episode. I'm that and maybe a little bit of the kaiju battle as well. Yeah, I, I wonder if get the... everyone saw that. Everyone every, saw that, right? Every you every what do you mean like everyone? Like people like, in Egypt? Yeah, the people in that scene in Egypt running around, or did they just feel the rumbles and like the things falling? And oh, I'm not certain. I mean, there's a certain element, as we'd seen in earlier episodes, with the specifically with the jackals, that they were invisible to everybody except Mark and oh, actually even Layla didn't even see them right away. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, maybe it's because they were distracted by the the big fucking golden. Uh, guy coming out of the ocean on the other side of the world and that's what everyone was focusing on and and screaming about because i imagine that started a whole fucking thing around the world and we don't know at what point this show takes place in the mcu except being post uh snap or post end game i should say so you know like maybe that's what they were running from and everyone just felt like the world was ending because there was quite literally a, a celestial coming out of the planet Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't that's that's my really, theory. Really speaking, of, uh, speaking of which, have you guys heard the rumors of the supposed cameos that were originally in Moon Knight? No, but no. I heard a deleted scene. Well, the Eternals were originally supposed to have a cameo. I think there was three of them that were supposed to show up at uh, at the end of Moon Knight. I don't at know, like, oh. what they were there to do. Uh, I would, I would imagine thought... it's just like because of the uh, gods there, maybe. Well, I, but... I would have thought that any cameo by them, not not that I ever thought there was going to be one, but now that you mention it, if, if Eternals were to be there, I, I thought it would have been like, you know, when the gods were first a thing, right? Right. Like that would have been a pretty like, interesting. That would have been a like interesting. they would appear as the... Uh, like what do you mean? Like well, okay, you, you think that they would have been? The it would have been as... like a f- 
flashback. It would have been in a flashback because the Eternals have been around since human civilization like started. Oh, right? oh so, okay. I, I thought know you that... meant like they were the gods, kind of the same way that they had oh. the stories made about them. I was like, I, I don't know if that would that would add up, but yeah, I, I get what well, you mean. Now I that get, I get you. Well, now that you mention it, that that is. A, th- a thing I've heard people talk about in relation to the new Thor trailer with uh, Zeus being introduced, right? Because some of those characters are are specifically um, like Athena, right? Like yeah, and Hephaestus. So, yeah, exactly. True. So so I didn't think of that. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that later if we get to it. But um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, what I was what I was saying was that the other thing too is like. W- like when did these gods start because if they were always gods as far as time goes why did they pick egyptian or was it just that the egyptians decided that they were the gods they were going to follow and they always looked like an owl or a a, a jackal or or what have you you know so i would imagine it's like it is more like what uh your second observation was It, it it's more about where they're worshipped and like that's like why Khonshu was tied to that temple or whatever. Because I think yeah, uh, okay. we had talked about that previously, and to some degree of like, yeah, um, he had less power or something because he wasn't. Yeah, uh, without an avatar, you like... don't exactly have like a strong enough tether to the real, to to this plane of existence, without mm-hmm. so that like you, without being stuck in the temple, right? So if if you could be in the temple and possess whoever, and then you could leave, but you couldn't just leave without an avatar, is my theory, yeah. anyways. I mean, I I think you're right. I, I'm pretty sure, anyway. At least that's what it seemed, and they really didn't give us much in the way of that scene. They didn't explain anything yeah. regarding that, so we kind of just have that feeling to go off of, I guess. But Yeah, so... How did you guys feel about the way that everything ended, like with Harrow becoming the avatar of Amit after all, but just to in the sake of like trapping? Well, barely. Yeah, he was like he was like barely the avatar for Ahmet. Um Yeah, I mean, I guess it, we were all leading up to that, so we're all really just waiting for it to happen. Um, but I mean, I like. Ahmet's design. I thought she was pretty fucking cool looking with those, with those dreads that like drop into the tail and shit. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And those pretty oddly seductive crocodile eyes. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were a scaly. <laughs> yeah, fur fur doesn't do it for me. Scales where no, it's at. It's, it's scales, yeah. Snakes, snakes, and lizards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get it all over you. Mm, T-Rex. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'd do a T-Rex, too. <laughs> it couldn't stop me. It doesn't have long enough yeah. arms. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, all we're right. taking this one a little too far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I I, uh, I liked it. I thought her design was pretty crazy. I mean, Harrow taking over. We, like I said, we knew that was going to happen. He was yeah. going to be... If not and, full avatar, then imbued by her one way or another. And I was kind of right that Harrow wouldn't die at that point. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, but I was you wrong are. about 
I was wrong about Harrow seeing the error of his ways. He definitely doubled down on that shit. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> doubled down on that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But also, like, we never got to see the point in the fight where he would have had the option or the opportunity to see the error of his ways. We didn't get to see it because he blacked out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, honestly, when when that scene, that blackout scene ended and he's just like holding Harrow there, I was kind of convinced that the the facial expression Harrow had was like, oh my god, whatever god I've been submitting to, whatever just did that is more worthy of my awe and like respect than anything. That's kind of like... just a fucking New Yorker. Yeah, like, this guy just, like... <laughs> yeah, Harrow was just, like, what the fuck? Because I... I think, yeah, he was he was just like Mark, where he was only aware of Steven. He didn't know that there was Jake. Yeah, Presumably. I mean, I don't think anybody but Khonshu knew. A- at least that's kind of yeah. how it feels like we were led to believe. Well, I think Harrow knew. You think? What, yeah, because there was you? the it was that scene in the beginning of the episode where Harrow's leaning over top of his corpse, apologizing. He's like, "I didn't want it to go this way. I'm very sorry, uh, Mark, Stephen, and whoever else might be in there." Oh, I guess oh, yeah, you're right. Like he yeah. could definitely. I, I think he's much smarter than we take him credit for, and that yeah, I think that that proves it. That yeah, he probably was aware that um whatever issues mark slash steven had who's to say that there wasn't more in him you know so right yeah he definitely picked up on that you're right okay well then what do you guys what do you guys think of the end credit scene uh well like we said earlier like 100 percent necessary to to close out the show if it didn't happen Mm -hmm. we would have been hooped for anything for everything really I mean, I, I agree with what you had said, though, Alex. I wish that it wasn't the end credit scene, but it had to be in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious what you guys think of episode the end of episode four and five relative to what we saw in that end credit scene, because obviously Dr. Harrow is um, in that very same, like, mental ward uh and that was an actual mental institution though not a yeah i know do what inspired right okay no but but that was literally the room in the do what that he was in at the end that was a real mental ward you know what i mean Mm. like like that was the exact one they had angle for angle shots when he was sitting in that Mm. on that table so So do you think that like he created that in his mind because he had been there before yeah, I think I think that that um, that mental ward was where Mark probably submitted himself to at a certain point in his life, mm-hmm. and as you know, I think we had theories that like that whole Duat thing was, um, or or at least I was thinking this that maybe it's Harrow putting him under, or or you know something is going on, and he's being like interrogated, and he's like barely half awake, and. And yeah, but I think that it, maybe it was all just, uh, all just his kind of afterlife, and maybe in the afterlife you just like walk through things that are familiar to you until you slowly start to unravel where you are, and then you can be at peace. So maybe 
maybe that afterlife mm-hmm. where he was kind of works in both a purgatory and like bliss kind of thing where where you end up having to figure out um how to get out of purgatory and like you could be reliving the same day over and over again or something kind of like a hell and then come out the other side once you start questioning reality who you are as a person and then come to terms with with who you are and then finally you would be allowed to be in the field of reeds like maybe that's just how how that works right i mean i feel like that makes sense for sure like i mean people have to have to get rid of the regret that they held in their life first before they can move on to a proper afterlife and that's also kind of like mimicked in a way from what uh what was her name? Towerette? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what she had said on the boat about like people that uh, weren't judged to be worthy of the field of reeds would fall off into the sands. Um, but we saw that that could be directly related to uh, something like uh, just the unfinished uh, parts of their life or things that, that they had left unsaid and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, so when he got shot, he, that's where he went, and he had to relive places he's been. So I'm curious then, what significance is it that Harrow ends up in the same place? Is it kind of like a, like what kind of statement is that trying to make? And and does the name of the mental institute have any connection to comics or anything like that? What was it called? It, it was know. like stipo witch or something like that like yeah it looked the name was was european eastern european like like maybe croatian or czech or whatever not certain uh yeah, and not anything really, really comes know. to mind to be uh to be honest yeah but then there was was there a city in the background when it kind of zoomed out to show that or did it just show the building i can't really uh, remember you know what? i can't really remember it was kind of hazy it was quick I'm... right because I'm wondering where they are, because it, it it might be that they changed part of Lockley's character from the comics, because uh, he's a limo driver, not a cab driver, but I'm not sure if he's ever driven a limo in, in the comics. No, in the comics, well, he was definitely they, a New York cab was, driver, uh, I mean... New York cab well, driver, so maybe they're in New was, York. Uh, I don't think he was uh, from New York either, though. Didn't he speak in a different language? He was yeah, he was Spanish. speaking Spanish. So oh, they okay. changed that guess, about like, his character too, but he could still be a New Yorker. He could just be yeah, a Guatemalan he could like, still, immigrant, right? Yeah, definitely. Guatemala. Well, because it isn't uh, or Cuban, whatever they go with. Yeah, for sure, could be. I mean, as far as I know, though, the scene just like it doesn't zoom out that far. It just shows us like the front area of the institute, and then as soon as he drives out of the gate, it just cuts to like the rest of the to inside of the vehicle yeah you don't really get a, yeah. good, a good sense of where they're at yeah right right well it it the end credit scene you know it did two things that it showed that jake lockley is real very much real and is most likely who we're seeing in the blackouts and then the other thing is that conchu very well still has his moon knight in mark specter and stephen grant and also, Conchu looks pretty sharp in a suit. Just so. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and now Harrow is actually dead, unless they pull a Hawkeye with Kingpin. But nah, he's yeah, nah, Harrow's gone. Yeah, he's dead. He's, he's dead. 
like Jake unloaded three fucking rounds into him. He's not. He's not. He's not missing. Size. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's the other thing. He he doesn't miss because we obviously know he's capable with even just his fists. I presume in those blackouts, but yeah. Yeah, one can only assume. Oh, and speaking of which, I think I saw some posts. I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but um, there was screenshots of the opening or the final credits of Moon Knight. And there are three scenes where it shows the different Moon Knight suits, two of them which we saw, one of them we didn't. Um, I did not see that. Yeah, like apparently it was there since episode one. And so it had, you know, Moon Knight, it had Mr. Knight, and then the other one was kind of looked more like a mummy ninja. Like it was just like wrappings. Um, but hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm curious if that's anything or if people are just kind of pulling things out of out of their ass. But but I'm curious I'm where season sure. two goes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or, or a movie, but I'm, I presume it's a season two. I would think so. I mean, it really does feel like it's open for a season two, and I kind of hope that we see him again uh, in his own show before we see him in a movie crossover. Yeah. Um, but uh, I we had kind of done this before on on an episode long lost again. Um, but I wanted uh, to get your guys like in order now with Moon Knight of these marvel shows so far like favorite to least favorite yeah that's fair alex you want to go first sure (laughs) why not i got a lot i got a lot to say about this (laughs) uh in this specific order Loki. well i mean like if you want to start the other way just say like this one is my least favorite and go up from there but like it doesn't matter just just like all five or whatever, six of them. Um, okay, so yeah, starting starting at the top is Loki. I think Loki is probably the strongest show so far uh, from start to finish. It had a very slow start, um, but I mean that's where that's where it stopped. Like. It was just the first episode that was kind of slow, but it had to set the pace. It had to set the mood. It had to set the story and tone. And then from episode two onwards, it just kind of went fucking nuts and all over the place uh, in a good way, all in a good way, um, which was good. Um, Then I'd have to say WandaVision. Uh, But I'm also just a big Scarlet Witch and, and Vision fan. Then Moon Knight. Then Falcon Winter Soldier. How many am I at? Then, uh, or I think, Hawkeye. yeah, then I think it's just Hawkeye. And then Hawkeye at the at, in the very and last w- place. And then what if? Are we including what if in that? Oh shit! Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, what I, if? I mean, I guess we can <laughs> now that that shakes up your whole ladder. <laughs> it shit, shit does shake shit up. Okay, um, Loki, Wandavision, What If, Moon Knight, Falcon Winter Soldier. Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, for me, I would, I would start with Moon Knight at the bottom, and I'll explain why. And that's because I felt like, as good as the show was, I really felt like they, they really tried to 
to have this show be more like a part one than anything. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like it was whole or complete to me overall. I think a lot of things like Jake Lockley, for example, and um, the, the whole overall connection to the MCU was very out of context. And this show will make a lot more sense in season two or onwards. So I, I kind of don't even rank this as a full show in my eyes. I feel like they left out a lot to be interpreted. And, you know, at least Hawkeye only had the one thing with the watch. So, so Moon Knight mm-hmm. right now, until season two comes out, I think is like bottom of my list. Yeah. Okay. And from there? From there, then I would say Hawkeye because that was hot mm, garbage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like still entertaining, you know, loved it. But yeah, the whole watch thing, like, come on, like that was, that was the intended premise. It's like if they, it's it's like if they did Moon Knight dirty by like introducing the fact that oh he's chained to a bed, like what's happening, and then like never touching on that till the last episode where it's like he's a sleepwalker. And just yeah. have it be something really fucking mundane. Yeah. So so that's kind of why I, I think Hawkeye is that way. But I think Moon Knight is still lower because it's just, it, it's in purgatory, man. I Like, it wouldn't even be on the list technically, but I have to put it somewhere. So it's there. It's just until I get a season two and, I'm, and I get context to what we saw in season one, I'm not putting it higher because I feel like it's an incomplete show and there's a lot of deleted scenes. Um. And then uh, after that, I would then say Falcon Winter Soldier. And then for me, it's going to go the top three. Am I am I already there? Top three? Um, uh, yeah, top three. Yep. Top three. I want to say What If is my first, first of all. Like, I, yeah. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed What If. And then I would still say Loki as at number two. Because WandaVision mm-hmm. almost bumped Loki out of that spot, um, but it's but WandaVision is going to stay number three, despite having even greater context with um, Multiverse of Madness that we just saw. So yeah, that's okay. that's my list. What about you, Ryan? Um, I mean, starting from the top, I think I think Loki is still my favorite as well. Uh, I agree with what Alex said. I think that uh, even though the first episode might have had a little bit slower pacing, at least they didn't continue with that pacing for the entirety of the show, like like Hawkeye and like Moon Knight. Yeah, and I so, appreciated how very connected it did feel to the events of mm-hmm. the main MCU. You know, exactly. Movies. Yeah, and it really it really felt like it had a, it had a place and it fit perfectly into that place. Um, but then from there, I would say probably what if, uh, I, I just thought it was really good. I, I really liked the final saga, but I also just really enjoyed getting to see a whole bunch of different, um, like stories from the comics kind of come to life in this way. Uh, just as a more one-off kind of a little bit out there sort of thing, but I thought it was really, really well done. And I just, I enjoyed that part of it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, that said though, like maybe, maybe 
maybe WandaVision is in the exact same spot as What If. I feel like after Doctor Strange, it gives it very different context. And I yeah. see the show a lot differently than my first time watching through it. Uh, just given how Wanda is in uh, in multiverse. But we'll get into that later. But uh, I would say that's still third for me. Um, then I would put Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I didn't not like it. It just wasn't the best. Right. And same yeah. goes with Hawkeye. Uh, I, I think it wasn't the worst. And honestly, like episode to episode, it was pretty good. There were a lot of good things nope. about it that I really right. liked. It was just the overarching thing with the watch that feels like it ruined the show. And then like same with Jack and he's just like a dude. I really didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it was entertaining. It was a fun watch. Um, And I don't just for the record, like I don't dislike Hawkeye. It just it could have been it could have been better. Yeah, um, but it's not the worst. We all know what the worst was, and that was Captain Marvel. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually recently rewatched that after you said that last episode. I know, and you're like, "Oh my god, Alex is right. This movie really is a heaping pile of trash." Yeah. No, I like. I, I don't think I realized it back then, but there's maybe like five minutes of action scene that doesn't involve a vehicle. Like, and by vehicle, I mean car. So when you got someone that can like travel faster than the speed of light, the fastest chase scene in the movie is a car. But anyways, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or sorry, I, I forgot to throw Moon Knight in there, but it's uh, it's above Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I think it's like yeah. fourth place for me. Gotcha. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I didn't love. I felt like the characters just didn't. I don't know. I wasn't drawn to the characters other mm -hmm. than, you know, uh, Sam and, and Bucky. Yeah. And I liked their back and forth, but they didn't have a, a very, uh, provoking villain. I thought, I thought it was kind of like, yeah, nothing spectacular in that, in that weird looking redheaded chick. I, I just like I, I just was. didn't think that they had a like a great motive. I just I feel like yeah it, it or at least they didn't expand on it enough, and maybe it was lost somewhere along the attempt of telling the story of um, John Walker. Uh, but it just it just felt like they could have taken more time with certain things. We also yeah. could have gotten a little more action out of it. I think as well, which would have contributed to to feeling like the pacing wasn't so slow right yeah but i i will give it that it 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 had a i thought was was a surprising plot twist that um sharon carter was the what do they call her yeah, power, broker. power broker power broker yeah i, I kind of see that one coming i kind of felt that earlier on though none of you no what 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 for you made you feel that way i mean i can't <laughs> i can't give you specifics right now just, it's just been, the way she it's looked been, it's been months <laughs> just since, a little sketchy. yes she just looks like it uh, <laughs> um, it's been it's been months if if not longer than since i since i've watched it but i just always had this sneaking suspicion um because like wh what the fuck else was she doing out there 
And how was she always so connected? And she yeah. always seemed to be in the right place at the right time. And just how um, fucking unlucky do you have to be to not be one of the ones pardoned? You know, well, right. after, after Endgame. So, like, I had a... I, I mean, it's not like I was dead certain. I just had a suspicion that I think there was more to her than 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 what was led to, what we were led to believe. Yeah. And then when you figure out that she's the power broker, I was like, not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't, it didn't surprise me in in the way that I would have liked to have been surprised, I think is the best Mm -hmm. way to put that. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say on moon Knight, And I would say we definitely got some more to talk about in the way of Dr. Strange. Oh, yeah. Do we ever, yeah, um, I mean, I've got I've got no closing, no more closing remarks on Moon Knight. Let's just seal that book. Yeah, shut. No, let's let's thank get you, out. Thank you, Marvel and Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige, fan of the show. We'll do lunch Oscar sometime. Isaac as well. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Great. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and um, even even Ethan Hawke, we're good buddies. Loves the show. <laughs> Loves the show. I do like um, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> you know what out of everybody i'm gonna say this now out of everybody who started that show i feel like if i could get anyone on the show it would be him and i don't yeah. know why me neither but I, it's just I this this you. feel this look about him this feel about him that i could be like hey man you want to come talk about it and he'd probably be like yeah, yeah. I got 20 minutes <laughs> and, I'm really, and i'm really liking his like comeback to to the movie silver like, screen yeah dude. yeah he's been in like three movies this past like month or something uh really? there's another one he's in that's going to release at some point after that too so i think that the last thing i remember seeing him in was was it training day training day with denzel oh where he was like a new detective on the beat and denzel was a corrupt cop if you haven't seen training day Go watch um, Training Day. That movie's awesome. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't think I've seen too many Denzel Washington movies. I think. Oh, that's a good one. That's a that's but, a gooder. You need. But to go the last that thing one. I remember Ethan Hawke in was that uh, what was that horror movie he was in with the VHS tapes? Was it just called VHS or something? Oh, I wouldn't uh, even know. No idea. I can't remember. But he was in a horror movie. Oh no, it was called like Sinister or something like that. It's actually it's actually a pretty oh, chilling yeah, horror movie. Yeah, I've yeah, seen those, uh, where, the first yeah, he's investigating like one. murders that happened in his home that he lived in because he's a writer and he decided to move his entire family. Oh, why are you telling me about this movie? Yeah, yeah. In the previous and episode, we talked about this. Yeah, and it's actually quite good. It, yeah, it ends up being something like a demon possesses kids mm-hmm. and and makes them kill their families and shit like that, and it's pretty fucked up. And that is yeah, pretty it, fucked up. Yeah, it was it was a good movie though. But I do like Ethan Hawke whenever I see him. And and actually, I lied. The most recent thing I saw him in was The Northman, the Robert Egg- Eggers movie that just came out. Oh, you've seen The Northman? Yeah, I, I went to watch it like last Friday or the Friday before that. But it, it was it it was good. Yeah, I felt like it was missing something. So I I still consider Sonic Two a more entertaining movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was great. Like. Like Robert I mean, Eggers, a, a far did, cry from the Northman. <laughs> he did he did Ex Machina with Oscar Isaac, I think. Was that what he's famous for? What's his name? Robert Eggers. Let's find out, sir. Yeah, I, I believe he's like he's not like famous, famous, but his name is like known. 
He's director of The Lighthouse. Oh, The Lighthouse as well. Interesting. Spirit Cabinet, Vivace, House at the Edge of the Galaxy, Esther, Legacy to Never Be, Anemone. And maybe I'm just thinking of Lighthouse. I haven't seen anything else other than Lighthouse. Monster, Telltale Heart, Hansel and Gretel was was a short. Hold on. The Northman, The Lighthouse, The Witch, Brothers, The, Witch. the Telltale Heart, and yeah, some short. The more the more recent Witch, the 2014 one, the 2016 the, one? Uh, sorry, one sec. Let me find it again. 2015, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, well still, The Lighthouse was, was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys ca- caught that movie. Um, I did not. I'm presuming me. that's the really Robert Pattinson and um, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was something. It was very chilling. I think it was like all black and white or something, if I'm remembering right. That's what but it's looking like. Yeah. It just it just follows the the mad ravings of like two lighthouse guys. Like Robert Pattinson's the new lighthouse keeper and willem dafoe is the old one and robert pattinson just has to like stoop to his level to kind of like survive on on that island and there's it's like psychological horror i i I would guess it's been a while since i've seen it but i definitely recommend watching it if you guys are ever in the mood for that kind of thing um but anyways it it makes sense because when i watched the northman it, it it had a lot of the same vibes as the lighthouse and it reminded me of like Midsummer and Hereditary as well. It it, it didn't have like full on horror elements, but but it, it was like a legend movie and just followed this guy played by one of the Skarsgård family members. I can't remember which. And um, he was just a Viking basically that lost his clan and had to like regain the throne. And in so doing, he became like a legend basically. Right, and I did hear that it's not a very action-focused movie. It's more uh, more storytelling, more thriller. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there are a few good fighting scenes, but the majority of it happens in like I think you see it in the trailer where he's he's just raiding like a like another Viking town, and that's like the majority of the action, and that happens in the first like half hour of the movie. Sure. Hmm. But yeah, good movie. Well, that being said, let's Ethan sidestep that shit. Ethan Hawke, fan of the show. Yeah. Maybe one day I will have him on here to discuss his stuff. But until then, we have some big things to discuss. Yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I will say, what a madness movie this was i know that that sentence makes absolutely no sense but i don't care it is needed to do what happened in this movie for some some chunk of it but like this movie was fucking insane like absolutely insane i don't think yeah. i've seen a finer piece in my opinion yeah of uh of mcu writing than i have in this and sam raimi fan of the show at the helm directing i think fucking nailed this yeah and i mean nailed it yeah. like we got that that sam raimi twinge that 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 kind of cryptic horror oh man like i can't even i can't even it was it was really good it was really really fucking yeah. good um 
Aldi, let's open with you, man. Where because you were yeah. the first to see it. Yeah. So, well, first of all, um, for anyone listening, I feel like part of the experience of this movie is not knowing what you're getting into. So if you want to just stop here and like go watch the movie before you listen, but if mm-hmm. if you just want to listen and, and hear us talk about Highly it, that's recommend great. Going in yeah, Alex, Alex is like that. Um, I'm not, but like go see this movie because I I think a lot of it is 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 part of that um, thrill ride of of I th- I thought there was kind of like three three ish plot twists in the movie. And that kept it entertaining as like time went on. So, so yeah, go see the movie like ASAP. Definitely don't sleep on it. This is not the Marvel movie to sleep on. Like the last two were Black Widow and and Eternals for a lot of people. Um, not Shang Shang Chi. Um, so, um, yeah. So this movie, I I really liked it a lot. I thought the quality was there. I thought that it did things i did not expect like first of all the whole villain of the movie i did not expect to be not character even once and and in hindsight it was so obvious like where she was going which is exactly why i say like go back and watch wandavision and like it puts that show under a whole new light now having seen multiverse of madness because it the signs are all there like when when you saw in the trailer that uh, that's Stephen Strange went to um, Wanda in her orchard. Uh, he and he was asking about what do you know about the multiverse, and she's like, "Viz had his theories." And like, did you know that? Like two seconds after that line happens, she's like, "You better bring me the girl," and like, or I will murder like everybody. Well, like, damn. Less, but I here's the thing: I caught it right away when she was like, "Well, why don't you just bring America here?" And I was like, "He didn't say her name." I and didn't then, catch that. Oh man, it was the first thing I said it out loud to my buddy Gordon, like nah, right next to me. I was like, he didn't even <laughs> say her name, and he was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Right, oh shit!" I was like, "Holy fuck!" I didn't think we were gonna we were gonna paint her the villain so quick into this movie. Yeah, yeah. like that's all within the first twenty minutes of the film. Like it opens up in the what do they call that? What is that place? Where. It's like where where the 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 book of oh, Vishanti is. Where the book of it was Vishanti like, is. Yeah, like that realm. It's got a name where the where the book was. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did it? I name? cannot remember. I don't remember them ever saying a specific like because every time I ever talked to anybody about it, they were saying that it was either lost and they didn't know how to get there, and it was just a story, um, or that it was. Like it, actually, that was the only response they got, if I remember, because uh, that's what Wong said. Okay, yeah, I kind of want to go with that too, because I don't think I know. Like, I don't know, but I, I could have zoned out. I feel like it was touched upon just briefly. Yeah. Okay. Because um, yeah, we've seen a f- we've seen a few places now. We've seen wherever Dormammu's from. We've seen like the astral plane, and then people are saying wherever. Um, uh, what's his name? Black Panther went to in his visions. Oh um, yeah, was another place in and of itself. So mm-hmm. I like. Well, I mean wh- that that was all explained in in Moon Knight, believe it or not. Yeah. When Towerette was talking about how these different planes of existence are these yeah. different planes of the afterlife, yeah, it was like the ancestral planes or something, and she was right. like, "They're they're beautiful. They're yeah. they're different segments of the same place." 
and they're not multiverses, right? No, no they're like, they're like they're like, like it's not like the nine realms of of Thor either, right. where they're just different planets or areas of the solar system. No, or something they're like just that. like pocket dimensions that are separate from, like they're kind of like where the the things from Shang Chi, the like soul eater things. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like that, that where sense. it's it's still within the world, but it's just like separate enough i, I don't know it, it's hard yeah. to like the upside down yeah i'm, I'm gonna get to that a little later <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious on how we divide the um what we saw in loki with the timeline the sacred timeline what we saw in multiverse of madness and all that other stuff like moon knight <clears throat> um i feel like we should definitely touch on that a little later sure but i think i think you were talking alex was i i don't know well uh just to like quickly answer that um i think this was something that i said to alex at work but uh the uh spell in no way home went wrong like the first one that pulled everything in it went wrong because of that's the exact time that the events of loki of loki happened right 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 yeah oh so we don't think that it was now the end of WandaVision when the when her Westview fell. No, yeah, this, this is like really this has been confirmed. Anything. This has been confirmed. Oh, like really? Last week. Yeah, yeah, I think we all kind of had we all had our own theories, right? And this is this is speaking back to many episodes ago when we were first mm-hmm. started talking about it. Um, I remember because we, we were trying to figure out like what what is the actual spell that caused. The, this multiverse thing and i think it's because the trailers of multiverse of madness had led us to believe that it was a spell that fractured the multiverse and that dr strange yeah. had to go and repair it had to fix it and there was going to be like the movie didn't take that direction at all in fact not even a little bit mm-hmm. this movie like, defied everything i thought would or could have happened I didn't even think about that, that the events of Spider-Man is what caused this movie, but that makes well, sense. Yeah. Well, right. But it's not, the, nothing caused this movie. This movie was, was like, it, it caused itself. It was a different, yeah. it, it was a, a different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, cause would, it was, would, would the first strange that popped up in the movie with America Chavez, would that technically be a variant or is that an alternate version from a, different not yet fucking no i would say i would say it's a variant because we also got information that this doctor strange is from earth 616 which canonically is the main timeline right but so i would say that like especially because we also know that the events of loki with the sacred timeline are directly related to the events of no way home Meaning that undoubtedly these characters are the main universe, and everything else is an offshoot of every decision ever made throughout time. But we can't right, look at it your thing. Like the universes didn't just pop into existence from the moment that Loki uh, killed Kang. No, of course, right? They existed from the beginning of time onwards, but they just came into reality at the time that Kang died. Okay, gotcha. One, well, one thing that I want to point out is is Okay, so with with the whole timeline, sacred timeline thing and the different variants, um, 
they didn't really point out if if being in the different timelines um I, I don't think it's a multiverse thing because because Loki could only travel based on diversions in the timeline, not like not like any multiverse hopping that America. Well, Shaft yeah, because there doing. weren't there wasn't a multiverse at that point. Yeah, but Hold but on. I still think variants no, have nothing pause. to do with what the multiverse <laughs> is. Hold on, are you saying that prior to the events of No Way Home? There was no multiverse? Yeah, see, that's the distinction I want to make, is I don't think the multiverse is the same thing as, as the sacred timeline. Um, yeah, like, Ryan, okay. is that your point? No, that, so, that they are the same? So, no, so the sacred timeline was... Think of it, again, like a pocket dimension. The sacred timeline is a yes. universe taken out of the multiverse and separated from everything. Yes. So yeah, everything else good. is coexisting... Except this one universe, 616, is its own separate entity entirely. And when Loki killed Kang, they brought themselves back into the multiverse. Okay. Feel that. Oh, gotcha. So then, at the end of all of this, Defender Strange was not a variant, but an actual other being i don't i still yeah. think they're variants because this is still earth 616 i still well, think this that they're is considered earth 616 yeah but no. technically defender strange would have came from wasn't 838 because 838's where yeah. they ended up yeah yeah no um that's not well that's not where he came from this no is, no it's not okay. where he came from the, yeah the other part of the reason that like ryan i think you're halfway there but i think it's an important distinction because they would have called it the multiverse in in Loki if that was the right. case, right? So I think I think Ryan, you're onto something there. Like I think you're I think you're right that Earth six one six is like the sacred timeline of this particular multiverse. But I think all those timeline divergences are the same multiverse of six one six that are happening, and that's why Kang's trying to keep that all together. Whereas if it all went awry, then you would perhaps then have uh, like a million different earths at that point and go way past 838 kind of thing so so, but i still think i still think the strange we saw like alex said at the beginning of the movie was a different multiverse strange not a variant timeline strange right because okay so like the sacred timeline is one stream that fractures off into infinite or semi-infinite possibilities of the same focal point yes Whereas Defender Strange came from an entirely different world and I guess dimension entirely, right? Yes, that's okay. that's kind of my assumption with it because they did the effort to distinguish these two things or at least call them different things. Right. If they were the same thing, I feel like that would have been called upon. Um, and the other thing too is when they were in those cages on Earth 838 and talking to Christine, she was saying, how do I know you guys aren't radioactive or whatever? If this was a different timeline, you wouldn't be a different frequency, right? But because they are in different multiverses, the way physics and biology works could be completely different. Like, like who's to say that they even have stomachs on Earth 838? It's still (laughs) Earth, but it, I don't think it's a timeline divergence, and I think that that is another important distinction: is that they wouldn't have had that that theory mm. that like, oh, you're bringing different things into here if if it well, was the same point. timeline. 
When yeah, the fuck did you. the MCU get so goddamn convoluted? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. This this movie introduced like so much to the MCU. Like, yeah. Um Okay, but I want to mention two little minute things that I'm a little bit disappointed on in um this movie. Actually maybe three. So the first one, me and Ryan actually Ryan Ryan brought up when we spoke about it over the weekend. Um there was apparently a scene in the beginning of the movie that uh, the bus scene where Strange is starting to reveal the Gargantos and, and right. him attacking yeah. the bus in the streets. And there's a there's a dude and you can see it in the trailers. Uh, there's a dude who runs through the scene like four or five times as the scene progresses, like in every cut he's in it. And it's just this dude with a suitcase and hat just running past strange or gargantos as that scene progresses i don't think i noticed that at all i didn't at all but ryan did and like props to him because it's in the trailers go go, not well yeah you can't go to the trailer and see it but if you just go to youtube and literally look up uh dr strange 2 bus fight scene it's like a minute and four seconds and it's uh it's just like the beginning of that um, and it, you see him run past four separate times. Yeah. I counted. Yeah. Like, I laughed. Like, I, I looked this up as Ryan was telling me this, and I laughed because, like, that is so obvious now that he points it out. Insane. It's, it's bad, dude. Like, yeah. it, I can't believe it was overlooked. Whosever job that was to make sure those things, those uh, discrepancies in filming, like, continuity there's like a whole yeah. department supposed to be dedicated to that kind of shit yeah, yeah seriously. Like that's quite obvious yeah, hold on let me see if it I must have been some guy. inside joke you said I guy mean, with maybe. a suitcase yeah yeah look so to like, the left of doctor strange hold on there's one hold on there's two. Oh my god yeah, yeah. there's three <laughs> holy shit like they did what the fuck there's and yeah. four yep <laughs> what what yeah it was like fucking wild i noticed it in the theater and i was like okay, what the okay. hell crazy theory crazy theory what if this is another <laughs> iron man 2 moment with peter parker like fucking there in the background wearing the iron man helmet and <laughs> this is somebody important who will come out in phase six once once the kid in real life has grown up to play that, was <laughs> that was ghost rider that was ghost rider one it second. must have been. You can rewind that <laughs> about 30 seconds. What do you mean Peter Parker was wearing an Iron Man helmet? Dude, he was like, do you not remember that? That was like such a big thing when people started putting it together. So there's a scene in in Civil War where or Spider-Man 1 where he talks to Tony and tells him that he was just a little boy and Iron Man was his like favorite um uh hero or whatever and he sure. was he was there at the on at the event when hammer industries was taking over of uh what was it called future park or whatever it was um i don't remember but yeah i don't remember mean. either hold on and he was there at the at the stark oh shit no yeah yeah he was there at, at that stark event scene, but... mm-hmm. and and um and they actually the camera pans to the crowd when all that's going on and or no iron man saves this kid and when he turns around the kid is wearing like an iron man mask and he's he's there with 
just by himself or with parents i don't know but but they like have a specific scene where it pans to him and people just kind of like put it together that that that's peter parker because it lines up and and iron man was his biggest fan or he was iron man's biggest fan so hence why he had an iron man mask on when he was there i don't know it, it could i guess be, i guess that tracks or it yeah, could just it, be coincidence. It, it tracks, or it could be coincidence. But I, either way, that's kind of just like what I, I meant with that guy in the suitcase. Like, what if he's someone in the future? Suitcase and newspaper. And I believe the first scene you see him run past, he didn't have the newspaper. Yeah. And he, then the next three cuts, he's got the newspaper. And it's just like different angles of the same <laughs> thing happening. Yeah. Even though Gargantos, everything in the background with Gargantos is changing, and that's still moving forward as a scene it's like yeah yeah it's weird well what if that's okay. messed up yeah I'm, I'm just gonna throw shit at the wall and see what sticks in 100 episodes when you know they finally reveal or, or we get a better idea of what's going on um you know how in um endgame they all go back in time to revisit events where they've already been Time what if there's mm-hmm. something going on with the multiverse and there's this guy who's going around to different events key events in the multiverse and this was the first seems like a stretch yeah i don't know i don't know but like you you know i yeah but what if what if what if they do do some multiverse hopping and they they show us those uh, scenes where they were keeping an eye like the real illuminati or something like that (laughs) it's just that guy and his four variants yeah. yeah. Three with newspapers, one without. Um, <laughs> no, I think that is 100% just a straight up continuity error. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, um, too. Man, yeah. that's, but, but I, now I that gave, I've seen that, though, I can't unsee that. I can't. Kevin, I know. Kevin that's Biden why I had to you say a it. lot of good ideas on, on how to repair that. So he doesn't need your ideas. He does. <laughs> that's why he's inviting us to dinner. Yeah, I, I'm well, pretty yeah, sure he does need us more not, than he thinks. He doesn't he does. need us to fix multiverse of madness there's nothing to fix <laughs> okay well that's an opinion let's get to my other two uh, things that i i i low-key didn't like about the movie is i don't i don't know if it was just my 3d experience but um i felt like they really picked and cho- chose like where they put their efforts into cgi because i felt like there were some scenes especially at the beginning of the movie with gargantos where the cgi was terrible i think it's the worst i've seen a marvel movie like the the coloring of gargantos like it he popped out like he didn't look like he had shading on him or anything like that and when he was grabbing and interacting with things i saw a lot of like phasing through and and whatnot and it just wasn't i don't know it was really really weird and it kind of like took me out of the scene because i couldn't stop but but focusing on that i don't don't know know if you guys i picked up on that but i am going to see this again um in the next coming weeks here, I think somewhere between the 20 and 23rd, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, it is to, a movie to... definitely worth watching again, because there's a lot to unpack there. Well, there is. There's definitely a lot to unpack. And also, like, I saw it in IMAX 3D. Let me tell you something about 3D. It's not cool anymore. And this movie was definitely not made with 3D in mind. I think it was just it's just a title that can be converted to 3D. Yeah. But there wasn't yeah. anything... That's that's why I kind of said that disclaimer is like I wonder if it was the 3D, right? And IMAX, I've never really been a fan of IMAX. Um, congrats, it's a really big fucking screen or whatever. 
Um, but the seating sucks. And as a fairly large man myself, sitting in that IMAX theater felt like I was sitting in an economy class on a fucking WestJet flight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no that's room. True. My shoulders I... were rolled forward for the entirety of this film. Is Chinook the only IMAX theater in Calgary? I don't know. I have there no idea. There's one in the landmark in Shaughnessy. They have a single uh really screen that's imax that's new because i i went when i went to high school no I, that I one's been there for a long time it, really? it's the one that's like closest to the door um it, it's like oh it, it, they have a different kind of thing there's like an archway almost in front of it yeah uh, and it's I like, feel like black new. like tiling i feel like that it's new. not like super new it was around before they did the recent renovations like when it was still uh, more like a, um, like a Cineplex theater where it was just a lot of seats with no room. Yeah. Back when it was like that is around the huh. time that they uh, put in the IMAX theater. Maybe I'm just forgetful, but okay. Yeah. But either way, I kind of agree, Alex. I think IMAX is a little bit overrated, at least with what we wrong. have. I appreciate to the person who invited me out, I definitely appreciate being brought along because this is a fantastic movie. Uh, I was just uncomfortable for a good chunk of it <laughs> that I couldn't phase out. Um, just because. And also, I went and saw this sober. I was going to get really fucking ripped, but Lame. I forgot to grab. Forgot Holy the. Shit, uh, really? I forgot to grab the, the kazoo huh. um, on my way out. Of work that Friday, um, so there was that. Works in a and weed store just... and forgets about the weed. That's ironic. Is it ironic, or is that just how stoners are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Um, so yeah, um, definitely couldn't take my mind off of how ridiculously uncomfortable I was. Uh, but apart from that, uh, I am going to go see it again because, I, like I said earlier, there's a lot to unpack and I, I want to make sure I've got everything for my own sake. Um, and also would love to sit in the uh, in the landmark cinema's proper seating with recliner, comfy leather seats. Yeah. Better popcorn. Shout outs to landmark best. cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Once one again. of these days, we are definitely going to get a sponsorship from those fuckers we love you please sponsor <laughs> yeah, <we> us <laughs> okay and i'm not gonna I go on another i'm not gonna go on another rant about how much i can't stand cineplex because you all know out there how i feel yeah about cineplex. I, I went to landmark and saw it in 3d and i really don't have any of the same complaints that you guys have oh, okay i i uh, might have just been the strain i was on when i was watching it too i like <laughs> i don't know but anyway, I want to hear your other two things, Ollie. Like that, that you were going. Well, that was the uh, second one. About. The, oh, okay. the third. Yeah, last, right. Mm -hmm. Third and last one was, and I'm sure this is going to get an interesting conversation. Is where was Vision in this movie? Like, I totally thought he was going to show up. I also thought he was going to show up when shit was about to get rough. See, I had it in my mind that somehow slowly over time throughout the film, Wanda would be turned. Not Wanda was already turned from the, from the get go. Yeah. Okay. I thought that she was I, I slowly going to slip. Right. I, I thought she was slowly going to slip and degrade into madness and, and degrade into the villain as, as the film went on. And that vision would show up in the end before shit got way too out of hand. And like, 
grab her and be yeah. like, everything's going to be okay, and then calm her down. That's not at all what happened. Not yeah, even a well, little bit. Well, if the Illuminati scene didn't make that obvious, yeah. like I felt like by that point, I kind of had that thought in my head too, but I felt like by that Illuminati scene, then it, she was already there. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And if anything, it was going to be her trying to pull away from that and like realize how horrific she is and, and whatnot. I don't think she couldn't see at all for the life of her just what she was doing. And I think that stems from the corruption of the Darkhold. Yeah, I, I wonder if the corruption of the Darkhold is due to an, like, it, was it an actual corruption? Or was it more like you actually go mad when you consider the multiverse? And that's why she had such a little thought in taking over someone's life in the multiverse and killing many others. Is or is that the kind of thing that happens? Like it's either that the Darkhold itself corrupts, or that it corrupts because of the way you think of the multiverse. Because case in point, l- look at that Doctor Strange that we saw near the end of the movie, where his his universe was destroyed, and yet he he wielded the Darkhold, and he could have technically left at any point, but he didn't because it doesn't matter where you are because there's the multiverse at the same time. So it. Yeah, and, and it, like, it corrupted him, and it wasn't necessarily at the Darkhold. Because what would the Darkhold's endgame be if it's in, already in every universe, and and if all it does was make somebody go crazy and destroy his own universe? Like, you know, like, I don't really see the point of the Darkhold at that point. So I'm really well, curious on the history of the Darkhold. That's just the effects on Strange. The effects were very different, as we saw on Wanda. And on yeah, Agatha. I suppose. Yeah, going as far back as going back to WandaVision. Yeah, because she didn't try to do anything with the multiverse, so does like presumably. No, but I also don't think that she even knew who America Chavez was, and but she also did didn't Wanda... have anything. We don't ever know. We don't find out how she knew. Yeah, and here's the here's the kicker in all of this. So I remember Nathan. And, and I and, and Ryan, I, I imagine, have all had these conversations at work about how Wanda's supposed to be a nexus being. How there is only one of her. Now, yeah. as we saw, that was not the point. That was not the case at all. In fact, it was America Chavez who is this nexus being. Yeah. There's only one of her throughout all of these these different multiverses or different universes yeah like that's that's i thought that was interesting as well so i'm really curious what the point of that was um yeah that that's quite interesting so and to answer your question ollie sorry about agatha why she didn't try to use the magic to do it she had no drive there was no reason to want to go to the other uh, universes she had everything she wanted here in 616. The yeah, only reason why true. Wanda wanted that was so she could be in a universe where she could be with her kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But getting and... back, sorry, one more point, getting back. Yeah. yeah where the fuck was Vision? Because they were yeah. his kids too. Yeah, exactly. I was curious, and I said this to Ryan, who's the dad in that universe that she's going to? Because they obviously look like the kids that she made up in in Westview. The very so, same. So it must be that Paul Bettany 
it would be the dad in that they just didn't put him in the movie or or maybe it was showing just how conceited she's being and how she's changed from the wanda we used to know because she in she so we know that america chavez is able to travel multiverses um at the end they kind of say that oh you always ended up where you exactly where you needed to be right right so maybe that isn't just america chavez's thing maybe that's also everyone who has like the dark hole that she could kind of control a little bit of like who she sees because obviously that's what she was looking for right so she did end up finding a multiverse and the infinite possibilities where those exact children at that exact age was present but well, she right. didn't look for one where vision was in the picture so maybe that's kind of making a statement in and of itself that she doesn't care about vision anymore like maybe even vision doesn't know who he is fully and doesn't care about wanda so why would he be in this movie they've both went their own ways i don't right, maybe they're but, not a, an they item anymore his kids, though right like but the thing yeah. is that like she also didn't choose that universe well like they why she, you say that? she dreamwalked into that wanda only because that's where america took herself took, and doctor strange and strange right 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 Oh, so she was kind of like attracted to the multiverse ripples or something when America. No, Chavez like she was... she was she was trying to continue to hunt for America, yeah. um, and they were in that universe. So she just dreamwalked into her variant or her uh, like herself in that universe. It, it had nothing to do with her decision to look for a, a specific place that had. For kids at that age or or anything like that or without a vision it was purely because that's where her objective was right and that wasn't even her final like goal right that wasn't that wasn't where she was trying to get to that's yeah. just where yeah. she ended up yeah right okay okay yeah i guess that makes sense so my theory's out the window what do you guys got for why, vision, <laughs> why vision isn't isn't in the picture um I, I, I don't mean, have a theory. So in that universe, I think that Vision wasn't there because they had a very different encounter with Thanos. And I also yeah. think that Vision isn't always there because... But Ultron like is there. In, yeah. So, like, uh, let, me, let me get through this first point really quick, and we'll yeah, double sure. back on that. So the way uh, that, like, Doctor Strange said that there was uh, all of these possibilities that he looked through and only one of them out of, like, 14 million... Uh, is them winning. Yeah. Yet we see a very different team with a very different approach have a much easier time, uh, and they defeated him on Titan. Yeah. Uh, so, like, not only are we led to believe that he didn't have all the stones, he probably only had one or two at most. Uh, so there is very well, much in... different ways of going about defeating thanos even if that is an event that happens in every conceivable universe in uh in that scene when they're on titan with the uh with the illuminati council when they were judging steven Mm -hmm. you can see on the gauntlet thanos only had the power the space and the soul stone he only had three stones on the gauntlet oh so you could actually see them okay yeah 
Yeah, I, I didn't even power pick power and space. One hundred percent. There was a third stone. It might actually have been the mind stone, but this is also thinking like perhaps this is a. What about the soul stone? I would have thought it would be the soul well. Perhaps stone. in perhaps in eight three eight, vision didn't come to be. Well, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that there wasn't always there wasn't a need for vision to be created. So, like, there wasn't always an instance where he's killed by Thanos. And even more so, there's not always an instance where he's even created to begin with. Yeah. Um, so the theory that I've heard is that Ultron won in this universe, in 838 or whatever that one is. Oh. Um, and that's why there's the Ultron bots, but there's no Tony. And they don't have, uh, like, a, a vision and all of these other things are different, and their their heroes are all different, and all of that. Um, oh shit! And that's why it's like a utopia. Yeah, but I mean, okay. if Ultron had a one, wouldn't he have wiped the entire? Well, like he beat the Avengers, and then the Illuminati ended up beating him and took over, I guess, in a way. Or hmm. um, well, yeah, okay, maybe not, or so to speak, but. Um, yeah, who's to say that that Ultron even wanted to wipe out the human race or or life as a whole? No, fair point. More than more than fair. That's a, that's a very good point. I didn't didn't even think about that. Yeah, uh, and I mean there was an open seat on the Illuminati's like council thing that nobody filled. So yeah, if Ultron point. had potentially been made correctly by Tony uh and been more of like what he envisioned then there wouldn't be any need for vision to happen and it would have led to a more like utopian futuristic city and all of that yeah so i I don't know i mean there's there's a lot of different possibilities they didn't really go into all that much but i i am curious about your guys opinion on that extra seat that was never filled I didn't. I honestly will say I didn't notice the extra seat. Are we sure that's not just Mordo's spot? Because he didn't really stand, like, sit in the seat when he introduced. No, him. like there, there was an. Well, he was seated at first there. Like, uh, he was, I think, just to the right or the left side when you're looking at all the chairs. He was just to the left of Xavier. But there was one oh. on the far right side that nobody sat in. Okay, it was like well, Xavier, and then been, to the left eight, three, was eights. Mordo, and. Um, I, I thought strange as well, if that's what you were yeah. going to say, Alex. Yeah. Like, that was my initial guess, but yeah. like, that's why I wanted to ask your guys' opinions. No, I def- that's where my head's at. I think that was um, that could have been 838 Strange's uh, seat, because he was part of their group, right? But then why have an extra seat? Because they got two sorcerers on that council now. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, but Mordo and Strange being on there? Like, was Mordo there when they killed Thanos? um yeah i think scene? so yeah oh, okay maybe sure. maybe maybe not then yeah so maybe you're right um one other thing that i wanted to point out uh, when you were talking there earlier ryan was that um so i i had thought earlier about why strange didn't see this universe and the 14 million chances or or instances that he looked at and I think that's another piece of evidence why that's 616 is a timeline, sacred timeline thing rather than um, a multiverse. Because every instance he was seeing was 
diversions, variations of that moment from that point on, and not different multiverses where that same thing happened. So I think yeah, I, I agree yeah. With so you. I think again, the one he saw was in which everything that had happened up until that point happened, and they were going to do um, diversions from the sacred timeline, and he saw fourteen million of those, and that's why that's why we have this one multiverse where Thanos was beaten as well, but it looked completely yeah. different to what led up to it. And that's kind of what I was meaning as well. I just like couldn't. It was I couldn't get the words to put my yeah. point across. But like he couldn't have imagined a reality in which they won, where that was the outcome. Where like Black Bolt just like whispers him into pieces or something. Like yeah. he couldn't have possibly seen that because we don't have that in this timeline or universe. Yeah. So yeah. for for that for like the sacred timeline there was only the one possibility yeah yeah okay yeah okay we're on the same page then um mm -hmm. yeah yeah so anyways about the illuminati what are your theories for um how that i guess we were talking about the seventh c um what are your theories for how the illuminati kind of like formed like are they are they a different type of avengers are they earth oh, creates so. avengers or do they more yeah. so like yeah like what what are what is their role in the world right well you've got reed richards played by john krasinski that was dope yeah uh i kind of hope that that's where fantastic four is headed <laughs> with john krasinski as reed richards i think that could yeah. be Hundred percent. I hope they don't they don't retcon that. Um, and then Charles Xavier was Charles Xavier from X Men the cartoon in the nineties. Oh, made mm -hmm. evident by both the yellow hover chair, which was yeah. his chair in the cartoon, and two right. they played the theme music as he wheeled himself out. Oh, did they? Yeah, I zoned out. I must have zoned out for that. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh, that was so shit. dope. That was okay. like the dopest. So, so that's the world they're in. Then whatever that '90s X-Men one. That's a eight. Okay, but and then how does Black Bolt fit into it? Because that's the same actor that played Black Bolt in the Inhumans TV show, right? Right. Uh, fan service, and also I think traditionally in the comics, Black Bolt does seat at the uh, or does mm -hmm. sit. On the console, council, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely don't. I definitely don't doubt that he's definitely one of the most powerful characters, right? Just like he whispers is what you mostly see. If he like yells or talks, like I imagine that would be devastating. Like yeah, he no himself kidding. could have taken down Thanos, probably. Um, Clearly, okay. did not. <laughs> yeah, no, but um okay and then and then we have maria rambo now as captain marvel right and that is the same actress been... yes that is the yes, same is. actress yeah I, I, I had to look that up after when i spoke to ryan i did not believe oh yeah that. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i don't know why yeah, it didn't we it, it didn't register to me i guess it's in even even i just had just rewatched that movie like two days before i went to see dr strange <laughs> so i don't know why i didn't make that connection but me and ryan were like oh is that a different rambo or like what and then and then we looked it up and no, she plays Maria Rambo in Captain Marvel. So, right. Yeah. And then, 
and then yeah, I think the biggest reveal was was um, Reed Richards. Agent Carter? Or Reed no, Richards? John. No, like, well, Agent Carter, we saw in the trailer her shield, right? So I expected yeah. her to be there, and I and that was really cool too. Do you think that's the same one from What If? Do you think that it could be right? Could Cause, be because that would yeah. explain could why just be... why Steve Rogers isn't there. Right? Could also just be a well, nod. We never got a continuation of that story. And right. like Not uh, yet. So what if Steve two was just pulled it into like the void, right? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, was. Cool creature. Or no, she was. She was pulled she into was. the void. Well, and no, then but she he, came well, out she like jumped in to stop years the, later. She jumped in to, to stop the fucking squiddy. Yeah, so yeah, presumably right. Steve, Steve is like either a really old man and bedridden or he's dead. Right. In, her? Like in the same way that she was oh. when Steve uh, came out of the ice. No, but we saw right. we saw Steve in, in What If. It was like episode, like one yes. of the last episodes. But and not... he was Ironmonger, not Ironmonger. Yeah, who was the first? Well, yeah, but he was like, that was with her. And then they fought that tentacle monster together, and she went into the no, like. Well, hold on. No, but then at the end of the other episode, right, she looked into say, the Ollie, thing. She Ollie looked into the a... thing, and Steve Rogers was there. Oh yeah, well that's because the Watcher put her in that oh, time right. universe. Remember? Oh, so that is a he different. She was like, "Thanks for saving the multiverse." Um, and she she was like, "Well, could you put me back at a time with uh, with Steve?" And he said, "No." But he instead brought Steve to the present time from where he picked her up. Right. So that is her, Steve. He just, like, saved him in the nick of time and, like, put him in modern day or whatever. Something like that, yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so, so it could be, it could be that what if agent carter or it could be a completely different one because i'm sure there's a thousand multiverses where steve rogers is captain america right so it doesn't really prove or disprove anything but i kind of think mm -hmm. it is the same one like that's well i mean the vibe we'll, I get. we'll find out come what if i suppose yeah that's but right. i mean with everything that happens i don't think it matters son I don't think it matters where they came from. Yeah, because they're not going anywhere now. They're not going anywhere. They're yeah. all dead. Spoilers. Oh my god. They all get yeah. the shit kicked How do out you, of them. Like it's and 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 you know it's not even doing a sturdy because like we we saw more like okay name dropping the characters alone is one thing. Like when when Christine was like, oh, I work for the Baxter Foundation. I was like, that's it. That's, that's all it. we're getting about Fantastic Four. And <laughs> and yeah. And then they go up to the Illuminati, and it's just like, oh hi. Um. And then John Krasinski starts talking. See, and I'm just, and I'm like, that's fucking wild. Like right. seriously, like they're not just name dropping the Foundation. They're having the character. They've cast the character, and it happens to be the fan cast that everyone's been talking about yeah and then i was so sick man and then we're gonna see him in action too so i didn't even feel like i was done dirty by like getting rid of all bit. those characters i was no. like damn like this is actually like legit that's so that's 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 838's problem that's not 616's issue 
Well, not, yeah, not just that, but like there's a million multiverses where that John Krasinski Reed Richards is. So like, doesn't okay. matter what happens here. Right. So now here's, here's my question uh, to tie on to that. Are we going to get a Fantastic Four set in a different universe? Or are we going to get a Fantastic Four set in 616? Yes, because I predicted that. Remember? I yes, said. Well, I remember. I remember this prediction, Ollie. Yeah. Sorry. I, yes. Yes to what? We're getting a different a, universe? A, or a different universe. Yeah, a different universe. Okay. different universe. Because I, I remember saying that um, if, if Marvel was, was um, smart about the way they did the multiverse they don't have to always stick to earth 616 going right. forward because all the actors they've hired are going to be old. And that story is going to be like told like already for 30 years. So if they really wanted to continue the Marvel cinematic universe, they could just jump to different multiverses and continue the story there because they wouldn't be restricted by having to retcon everything and piss off fans. So right. I 100% think that, John Krasinski is permanently cast as Reed Richards, and we will be seeing him in a different universe. And I personally hope that it's not Earth 616 and that they do dive into the multiverse more by telling these character stories. And I think a good way to do that is if they do like Ant Man and Quantumania, if they really are finally introducing Kang in that movie, that Reed Richards could be someone he meets, or the Fantastic Four are people he meets in in the quantum realm or something like that because i'm sure the fantastic four in every iteration i've seen them in they're all scientists right they right. all they go to the negative well, zone they, they do their they do their thing so it's not out of the question now that the multiverse has been introduced and kang being a multiverse conqueror that i think that we're going to see reed richards through the multiverse and not on earth 616 I completely yeah. agree with you, Ollie, and I, so, I hope that you're right in this prediction as well. I th I think so, and that leads to my, my, my last question on the matter, and that is, do you think, or do you believe, as I believe, that they're using Multiverse of Madness as both fulcrum and anchor for a new phase? Like, yes. To project, mm -hmm. to project the story beyond 616 into all these universes, and also like to be the foundation for those stories. Yeah, I think so. Because, like, how do you top Thanos and and how Earth-centric the first um, saga was, right? And, right. like, sure, in Guardians Simple. of the Galaxy... You turn, you turn Scarlet Witch into a villain and fuck everybody's day up like she did. Yeah. That's how you top Thanos. I'm Across sorry. Across that, that, yeah. that scene where she invades single-handedly, invades all of Kamertage... Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? She obliterated them. Yeah. Took well, a little a little time to get in, but like once she was there, that's it, it was over. Nobody could do a goddamn thing. Yeah, and, and as soon as the Illuminati scene happened and she wiped them all out, it solidified for me that what we're getting into with this next saga is like nothing in comparison or is is huge in comparison to what we've seen with Thanos in Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I can't even begin to imagine that. How do you top this? I thought this is yeah. pinnacle. How does how does one top what just yeah. happened here? This, do you know what this is? This is like when we got that whole two minutes of Darth Vader ripping apart that fucking ship in Rogue One at the very end. <laughs> this is yeah. that's what we got. We got to see like some of the most brutal, visceral, and gnarliest 
fucking kills made by Scarlet Witch. Like that was fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. It, like she, she at at her current strength right now, like she could have taken on Thanos easily. She would have if he didn't uh, if he didn't call down the missile strike or the bombardment, whatever that was. She would have ripped him apart. She would have ripped him in fucking yeah. half. And there's not if, a, nothing, and, not a thing he could have done. Yeah, and she she was she was snapped right, so like she couldn't have done that in that instance. But you know, like you don't think she, you don't think in that in that moment she could have ripped Thanos in half. Not if it wasn't for the the bombardment, she, she wouldn't. She wasn't as collected, I thought, pre Endgame. It wasn't until mm-hmm. WandaVision where I felt like she started to really unravel because the world as she knew it was like no longer and she was gone for five years and didn't have Viz basically and she started to unravel. So like I don't think pre endgame Wanda would have been that strong. And like you saw Thanos like you know like wipe her wipe her away in, in one scene. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but she was like, You took everything from me and he's just like, I don't even I don't know even you. know you. Right. Yeah. And and like she didn't really did she have a bigger role after that? I think that was kind of her main thing in Endgame, right? So yeah. I don't think t- she was at that level. I don't think it was until she got the Darkhold in WandaVision where she learned all that power. And I think I that's what we you, were. I, I, I think that's what no, we were uh, seeing in WandaVision. That tracks but, for me, man. Yeah, once she finally confronted Agatha, I think that was her unlocking her power and willingness to understand what it means to be a Scarlet Witch. And so she took on the moniker, started reading the dark hold and became powerful like she is now. Or maybe, maybe that's it. Sorry. Cutting back to, to that conversation with Nathan and Nexus beings. Maybe it's not that Wanda Maximoff is the Nexus being. Maybe the Scarlet witch is the Nexus being. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I think that's I, the only, only way that one it possibly makes sense because, like, why else would she have a mountain with a throne for herself on top of it, with herself carved into it on six one six? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I, me and Ryan were talking a little bit about that as well. Is, is like, mm-hmm. I think there's something going on with the multiverse and the Scarlet Witch, or at least timelines, because that is literally her up on that wall on the mountain and not someone else that looks like her. Like, I feel like that is, um, that is our Wanda Maximoff Scarlet Witch of Earth 616 up there in that stone. So I think that my kind of wild theory is that somehow she, she's involved later on with Kang and Kang is doing his, timeline hopping and becoming alexander the great or whatever and going through time and and recruits her and she also kind of follows him like that's kind of what my theory is that she's like the um what are any of the four followers of thanos in endgame called like squidward she's like the squidward oh. <laughs> thanos pretty much exactly because he good, was a sorcerer as well right were they were they not just called the children of thanos um i think so sure but they, they were, were definitely like that dude was definitely really old i would be uncomfortable calling him my child the ma <laughs> was his name the ma the not ma, the ma like the ma he was the ma the ma the ma ma the ma the okay ma. okay <laughs> ma um <laughs> yeah so 
So I, I think that Wanda is going to be like that to Kang. I think that's that's where it's going, especially since if Fuck you haven't... Me. After you, all that, you think she would still be villainous? 100%. I think we haven't even seen like what she's capable of. This is an introduction. Like Wanda's too big of a character, I think. At well, this point, they've barely they've barely really used her in the MCU except for like fair. Infinity War. So fair. Yeah. No, that's no that tracks. That's fair. But like, she had her moment of redemption at the end. Why? Why turn? And and also like, does, is it is it that Kang finds her, or does she find a way to travel through the multiverses without? Or sorry, let me just amend that. Maybe she absorbed enough power from America that she, that she could figure it out, but not all of her power. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I guess she did do the good old suck, soul suck, or whatever it was, power <laughs> suck. So she could have, yeah, she could have stolen a little bit of America Chavez's power. But I get the vibe that America Chavez's power is like boundless and unlimited. Because if you have enough power to traverse multiverses, I don't think that's a power you can like get sucked out of you. I, I don't know. I just kind of get that vibe about her. So, yeah, it could be that you could feed off of it. I mean, there was the whole thing that taking her power would kill her, but maybe she's like the embodiment of maybe that power. Not, maybe not confirm that that is, that is exactly what would happen, or maybe she just took enough were enough power that the Scarlet Witch herself could figure out how to use. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you could be onto something, totally. I could see that. That she did get a little something-something out of of that. Kev! Can I call you Kev? If you're listening, we need to have dinner soon. We have ideas. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We do. Um, So yeah, anyways, she's definitely not dead. Like, if you don't see the death happen, not dead. Plus, how big was that Fair. place? And it, it was on, it was built on top of a mountain, and it had to do with magic. She probably had some magic trapdoor. That, that or she just, was like, shielded find. herself, just brought the whole thing down around her. Because you do see that flash, right? That yeah, that red explos- like explosion. I don't think that's her yeah. dying. I think that was just her expending a lot of power to do something. Get the well, fuck out okay, of there, maybe. Now that, now that you brought up that red flash, I've been seeing that red flash having theories about it because of the way that she killed Reed Richards. It And when she spaghettified him, when it got to his head, there was a red flash. Right. And, and I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but people are saying that that red flash then has something to do with transporting rather than annihilating so that reed richards in particular could still very much be alive i don't think that would make sense to like the character that we were given uh in terms of wanda in that scene but yeah i would also this is like one of my biggest complaints about the movie and we'll kind of get into this a little more later but all of the magic looked the same like anything Wanda did, it was either a fireball or it was some red lights. And yeah, it just like to me, true. it felt very underwhelming. Like, well, I mean, except for the super powerful sorceress, right? And I guess, except for Sinister Strange's fireballs, okay. But counterpoint, she is toying with people by using fireballs and things like that. 
because she literally has the ability to to change your reality like you saw at the beginning when she was talking to Doctor Strange and when she can um uh what's the other thing that she does yeah she can she can get a guy to like run away and feel fear and basically influence she can manipulate the mind yeah Yeah. she can manipulate the mind so i think that that is more the extent of her powers and uh, what we're seeing not necessarily just the fireball thing and she can crawl through mirrors and puddles and yeah, reflection. <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit. It just doesn't do it for me. And like, you you can say all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, when she wasn't holding back against the Illuminati, it was the same thing. It was still fireballs and even the Ultron bots. And like, yeah, she yeah. killed Black Bolt and Reed Richards differently, and same with Xavier. But still, there was no demonstration of magic that made me just sit there and think, wow, there is nobody that could compete with her. Fair enough. What would you, what would you like to see? I honestly like anything more destructive. I I think, I think that they went too small. Damn. Like if, if she had, for example, showed uh, at the beginning in that fight, that their shield was completely useless instead of it managing to keep her out somehow, which didn't track for me. That didn't make any fucking sense. Um, that she had to, like, possess somebody to break the shield from the inside. I I don't think that that, uh, that, that worked, in my opinion. Um, okay. She should have been able to break it on her own with more than just throwing fireballs. But, like, anything. Just be creative with it. And this is one of those outlets... You that you can use full creativity for and not have to explain a goddamn thing about it. So why don't you utilize that? Right. Mm. Okay. You'd be okay though, that if it was all red though, cause that's like, that's like her magic. It's all red. Well, the colors are important in Marvel and to that degree. So yeah, I yeah. don't care if it's all red, but just, just want more than energy it... balls and fireballs and, Exactly. Like, there's only so much that that's interesting to me for. And at the point that she is now understanding that she's the Scarlet Witch, she should be far beyond her Wanda Maximoff spells. Yeah. Maybe mentally she's not quite there yet, though. Or, I I mean, that that could just be the hallmark. She was by the time that this movie started, because otherwise, why would she be chasing a kid trying to kill her through the multiverse? Fair. And. Okay, but what if that's just the hallmark of being a witch? That's what's natural to you, like how a squirrel can climb a tree and jump off a branch versus like a hippo who lives in the water. Well, like, that's, more what I people... think, that's more what I think is uh, what's demonstrated by like when she's moving through mirrors or invading Charles Xavier's mind is I think that is more demonstrating okay. that like this is what a witch is. Yeah, I think I that the magic mean. that she uses in combat yeah. against like other magic users like Doctor Strange um, is that is what her fireballs and stuff are. It's like combat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suppose I can try rationalizing it all I want about like why she was like that, but I I kind of agree that um, that yeah the fireballs didn't seem that impressive, but at the same time I didn't really notice that. Like, I'm not noticing it unless I'm reflecting on it right now when I'm talking. That's fair. 
No, I, I'm, I'm just saying this because like this is one of the things that I really took notice of during the movie and didn't like because of it. Okay. But you're wrong. Like but I still okay. enjoyed the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, very valid. Yeah, yeah, I, I get your point. But yeah, anyways, the re- the red light. She's she's not dead. Um, what are your theories for for what's next for her? Because you know, as as Ryan said, if she is so weak and we haven't seen her full potential, just goes to show that I I think that we haven't even seen the last of her for sure. And I think she mm-hmm. will end up being someone big at the end of the phase, whatever this saga's ending with Kang is going to be. You, I one hundred percent. This could be the setup to her being the big bad. I don't know if she's going to be a bigger bad than Kang, but maybe she. Her maybe and Mephisto team her, up. Oh well, I mean, <laughs> I I felt like that was maybe where that whole hell volcano uh, dimension that's opened up twice in the movie was maybe right. like going towards or the ne- negative zone or something like that. Um, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure your opinion on that or, or theory on that is just as valid as mine with her being Kang's kind of henchman. Um, so we'll see. But I definitely don't think we've seen the last of her. Um, so I, I, I kind of hope that Ryan's actually right, that, like, that wasn't what a strong witch like her should actually be doing. That she's got way more, way more right. to offer. Yeah, a lot of, um, lot of interesting guys, things uh, to come from Scarlet Witch, and and the background on that. Sorry, about that end on. credit scene, um, in regards to like potentially Mephisto, I feel like it would kind of make sense. It's like to me, it looks like that whoever that uh, woman was is bringing Clea. him to see Dormammu. She is the niece of Dormammu. Yep. Yeah. There. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I mean, I, I I suspected only because it looked like the dark dimension. It was on the other side of that portal. Like it looked exactly the same, but I wasn't sure. And it, to me, it would make sense if, for example, he called upon Doctor Strange because he needs his help against another interdimensional being that he does not have the capabilities to stop. Which, to me, is Mephisto or bust. Hmm. Who's bust? I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. what. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretending it was a noun, and that's funny. No, I, I got the funny. joke. I got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan was more like, "What?" As in, like, are you seriously interrupting me? Right yeah. Now? Like, yeah. are you fucking dumb? <laughs> <laughs> That, that was, was more onto something. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Ryan. Encore. Encore. Alex, shut up. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And like, as much as Mephisto has just been like something to throw around, I honestly feel like after this, uh, it it has more more of a possibility than it ever did. And I think that also is evident to me because of how how widely used the dark hold is and that there is a statue in like the scarlet witch's honor already 
I just I think yeah. that it all ties into him it's the same, being same kind of statue like the that it's the same kind of statue that Kang has at the end of Loki that well, appeared in the, in the TVA. Yeah, in the yep. TVA. That's the vibe I get. Ooh. Except instead of variants being the people that keep the sacred timeline together and praising Kang, it's um, conjured demons or whatever that Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, sorry, is getting to obey her commands and worship her and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never know. It's like she was creating monsters that were stronger than at least one universe is Doctor Strange. The one that seemingly had far more knowledge of the multiverse than 616 yeah, Strange. That's what I'm curious... <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, that I, I'm curious about that. This guy had more knowledge about our Doctor Strange, yet he didn't fare as well and didn't seem as strong as we've seen this Doctor Strange to be, right? Um, at least right. that's yeah. the kind of vibe I got. And he was so I easily taken that. off the board... Um, and the other weird. thing I'm wondering is that like mummy monster um, that was chasing them and like what was that monster like because they presumably thought that it was a demon that was attracted to her power but it was revealed that Wanda was actually behind that which but she can only you can only dreamwalk into people that are you in a different multiverse so did she what, does the Darkhold also give her the ability to conjure demons like that in other universes to do your bidding? Or did she and, do so some spell on why, something that already existed there? This is why I think that Mephisto is involved in this. I think that those are like his subjects. That oh. he is essentially like sending off uh, like through the Darkhold. He's the one that's corrupting everything through its knowledge. To ha- how like, does Mephisto have a dark hold in every universe then? Well, I think that book. he was actually the one that made it. Yeah, yeah. I don't get me r- wrong. Uh, well, does... no, uh, Cathan was the one who inscribed the dark hold. Oh, Did they okay. say that in the movie, or that is that? No, that's 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 how it is in the comics. But I mean, who you could Cthon? be right. Cathan was, <laughs> was like an old an old demon. Okay. Um, um, but you might you might actually. I mean, Disney like. Sorry, Marvel Studios likes to retcon shit anyway, right? Yeah. So yeah, what so if it is Mephisto? But do they do they not do they not say Cthon in Multiverse of Madness? I feel like No, Wanda they said that Wanda wrote it. They said that the Scarlet Witch wrote it. But I don't oh, think that's did true. They say that the Scarlet Witch wrote it. No, 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 no. It, it was inscribed yeah, on the, the walls. Scarlet Witch inscribed them on the walls and then the copies were made of those walls. That could just be word of mouth, because for all they knew, it was a legend. So it doesn't oh. quite write out that maybe it was Mephisto, but yeah. I thought he did make a call to Cthon. Um, I could be wrong. Is that remember. why you looked it up? No, it was part of a, a new Rockstars uh, breakdown. Shout out to the folks over at New Rockstars, fans of the show. Oh, okay. Go check them out. See, man, that... that that's good that you're watching that but don't let that bias your own opinions about what you think that could be going on i want to hear alex's opinions oh i don't know enough in these uh (laughs) in these depths of of marvel to be able to form opinions like that yeah fair 
fair. Yeah, like I'm really curious where they're going with all this Scarlet Witch stuff. And and if it is Mephisto involved somehow, so is is he going to be kind of revered as the first guy to explore the multiverse or something because he wrote the Darkhold? Or is the Darkhold just one of many ways to access the multiverse and his dreamwalking is just one way to do that? Because we did see America Chavez was strong enough to physically move to other multiverses. So it must be that the Darkhold and the way she travels are just two different ways of maybe many different ways to travel the multiverse. Yeah, I, I think that that's more more along the lines of like what's happening. Is I think he has uh, not not necessarily like the same power as her, but I think that his magic is such is on such an advanced level that like he doesn't require dreamwalking to step into other universes he can just like take bits of himself and cast it into another universe and then exist there and then return to his normal dimension whenever he pleases yeah in kind of the same way as like that uh that book that they were after the the good one that was supposed to solve all their problems book of ashanti yeah where it's like accessible and it exists, but it's like it's like an omnipotent thing that's supposed to hold all the answers. Where he is the opposite, where he is like he he is the countermeasure to everything. Hmm. Interesting theory. But yeah, again, I, mean, I don't really know a whole lot about Mephisto, and I have not actually done any. I just like I, I haven't even watched a review of this movie yet. Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto? <laughs> Until he's actually like Mephisto. Hinted it's not about at Mephisto. You want to stop hearing about Mephisto? I I do want you to me fist me, yeah. <laughs> yes, um please. okay. Yeah, man, like I really hope all this Mephisto nonsense is going to be cleared up <laughs> cuz like Mephisto goddamn has been around since the beginning of this phase, <laughs> yet we still haven't seen him. Yeah. Is, is this a Jake Lockley situation where Mephisto is going to be like around but like we don't see him till till this phase's end game? <laughs> like No, I think it's going to be a little more uh a little more J.R.R. Martin, George R.R. Martin, rather. Jesus. Oh, where and he's going to be never winter. written in. Winter. No, winter's just going to take five fucking years to finally get there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, then, what do you guys suppose is the possibility with this multiverse? Like, I'm kind of thinking that um, now that they have, you know, um, Charles Xavier from the 90s X-Men and they got Black Bolt from Inhumans, they got Agent Carter from What If and they got um Reed Richards from presumably the next Fantastic Four movie. Um right. Like do you think there are going to be other things cuz I never thought that they would actually make canon um the Inhumans stuff in in a certain multiverse like i like not that that wasn't a possibility but that that was even an idea they wanted to do and involve that again so i'm kind of wondering like are we then gonna see any of the other fantastic four from the other two movies that flopped or three movies rather or like Ooh, i'm gonna what, go with something no. else they can tie in i'm gonna go with they're gonna fresh cast the Fantastic Four. They've already got Krasinski. 
No, they I don't just doubt need that. Three others. I don't doubt that. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're going to use that Fantastic Four as the Fantastic Four story. That would oh, be no. shooting yourself in the foot. Right, but I also don't think that they should bring those other characters into the new movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like if they At were any gonna, capacity, if they were going to introduce anybody and kill anyone. Why not bring in those old movies into the Illuminati and just be like, yeah, remember that fucking Reed Richards from Fantastic Four, Fan Four Stick, whatever? Like, there he is dying. <laughs> so you don't have him anymore. So now John Krasinski can come in. But I feel like that's why they did John Krasinski as and the new uh, Fantastic Four Reed Richards, because they're going to use him. And that was a way also- to. Zachary Levi was busy, so. Was he supposed to be Reed Richards? <laughs> no, but he's another guy that could have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, or it could have been um, Bruce Campbell. Ashman yeah, dead, as we... that uh, that didn't None happen. None of our Instead, theories were right, right? Not even a little bit. Not yeah. even close. So we were like, both wrong. That means Ryan owes us both, t- uh, both tickets. Oh. Yeah, Ryan, what was your how... theory again? On that? He didn't have one, I don't think. Uh, no, did. I didn't say anything. No, you chipped in at the end, and you said that Bruce Campbell is gonna be um, some character, but I can't remember who you said. Oh, I don't know. I mean, whatever it was that I had said, it was just like a throwaway. It was something that it, was like it was definitely not thousand percent never gonna happen. Well, definitely not a pizza ball vendor. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> to, I'm glad that I got the cameo, and I'm glad that they actually like gave it a lot of time because, like, that was actually, I think, two of the funniest scenes in the movie were at the were at the beginning there, and that was one of them for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, that was that was pretty good. Um, I don't know. So we got Fantastic Four. Uh, there is. They are doing X-Men 97. That is a future project where they're going to use the same animation from the 90s and continue that story. Yeah. Um, We do have, of course, another season of What If coming, and it is confirmed to have more Captain Carter involved. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then what else? Who else was there? Mordo. Well, we know on 616 he's still MIA. Yeah. And being evil. Maybe that's the tie in to Mephisto. Maybe he can't tap into Dormammu, so he makes a deal with Mephisto. Maybe. Confirmed. Um, (laughs) Oh, who else we got? Inhumans. Here's the thing about Inhumans I'm not certain that it is canon. And I say this only because. If they were going to make Inhumans, definitely not canon in 616. Could be canon in 838. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely not in 616 because in 616, no, that's what I mean, we've though. got. Oh, okay. That, that, that's what I meant. That maybe, that, yeah, maybe I misunderstood that. Yeah. That's, yeah, I was trying to not confuse you, but I guess I didn't do so well. Um, well, I mean, no, I'm also high. So there's yeah, that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what I mean more is that it's canon in the MCU and because the multiverse is a whole part of that. What I'm saying is that I didn't think they would even reference that project at all because like, it's just, it got canceled. It's not 
worth it so if they reference that gotcha. i'm curious kind of like what the... else they could be referencing in the future like what if they do agents of shield and bring colson back or something like that right well i was gonna say the it's kind of similar to that um uh that reference in endgame with jarvis the driver because he's not in anywhere in the mcu but he was in that uh was it Agent Carter in that show or the? Oh yeah, yeah. You're. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that was a yeah. different Jarvis, right? Because that's that's what that's what Tony Stark envisioned. Got the inspiration for Jarvis was his dad's well, driver. Right. And that uh, and that person at up until that point wasn't. We didn't even know if that was even like fully canon or whatever. And that was the first television right. to movie cameo, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, it wasn't even played by Paul Bettany, was it, in the Asian Carter show? No, it was played by the guy who played who plays the driver in in Agent Carter, in the actual in the other show. Oh, who are we? Sorry, who are we talking about? The driver. Yeah, the driver Jarvis. plays who, in what movie? Both. <laughs> the guy he plays the, the guy driver. Who... Oh, in, <laughs> the guy in, who plays the driver is the same. In, yeah, in Endgame is the same guy from Agent Yeah, Carter. yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so go on. So I think it makes sense that they could bring Black Bolt in, but I don't think he's canon to 616, but canon to 838. Yeah. Um, because with Miss Marvel coming up, it's been confirmed from Kevin Feige that her power origin story is different. It's not, they're not acknowledging the Terrigen Mist. Yeah, which is to be seen how it does because the first captain marvel (laughs) movie wasn't great and if they're just going to throw on two characters that they might not do justice either like could 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 be a a black widow situation going on right i mean miss marvel has potential they can make it good with writing yeah um but like they already have one strike for her change of powers yeah and one strike unless, movie, Captain. Unless they're just making the origin of the power different. Like, what if this creep bracelet gives her the power to also embiggen, but just through cosmic? No, I kind of get the vibe. I think we spoke about this before. I think it's because they are introducing Reed Richards and they don't want two people with the same powers. But, like, their powers are similar, but they're not the same. Yeah, but I don't think the casual MCU viewer is going to be able to well, distinguish the two. Fuck him, Molly. Fuck him. Yeah, em. yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. No. <laughs> no what do you fair. think, Ryan? Uh, I mean, honestly, like, I thought that she was one of my favorite parts of this movie, and I'm very much more looking forward to her standalone show because of this. Um, I'm still hesitant on her powers, uh, in that specific regard, but I think, um, like what we could potentially see in terms of building off of that mini fight at the end, uh, could be very interesting. Um, I mean, I also think that the majority of her show is going to revolve around her trying to find her parents, uh, now that she has control over her power and all of that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to it a lot more than I was before this movie. Mm. Right. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, Ryan, what are you? What are your thoughts for the future of the MCU? Where do you think? What do you think's next? Where do you think we're? Where do you think we're headed? I mean, to be honest, this is another one of my holdups with this movie is that it once again has not given us direction. And I think, I think that based on this movie, like if if it isn't Kang, it's Mephisto. Um, either one, like I'd be happy with. I I feel like as long as they do it right, but right. I'm just I I feel like my patience is wearing thin. Damn. Damn. I mean, we do know Kang is in uh, Quantum Mania. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yep. true. I just I just mean in terms of like like who, well, do you think... whoever is their big bad for this right um like the story arc. Do you think they could fucking throw us all for a loop and insert Scarlet Witch into Quantum Mania? I mean, I kind of hope so. Actually, I, I do kind of hope that she stays as, and if it is Kang, for example, I don't see why it couldn't be something along the lines of he's telling her that uh, if she just helps him with whatever it is he's doing, he'll put her in a universe that he creates according to her design. But I mean, she could just very well do the same. She's that powerful. But she doesn't seem she to have a that. grasp on yeah. that, right? Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think Ollie. I, I I kind of agree with like what Ollie's saying, where I think that uh, she lived, and I still think that she's going to be a villain to uh, to a certain extent, but she's not going to be like the big bad. Yeah, and um, I I do see Ant Man being like the next movie to push this phase forward. I don't think we're going to get anything huge in the way of Thor. To be honest, hmm. um, I think Quantum Mania is going to be that movie. I think so gonna, too. Where it's going to push the the phase forward. Thor is a nice, paced <laughs> comedy movie to give you some breathing room in between. Um, no, these movies that's that how they push. want you to feel. Like that's how they want you to feel. They're gonna hit us with a fucking huge curveball for no reason. I kind of agree with Ollie, but in the same extent, I think that Gore is going to be a, a returning character past that movie. Oh, I mean, yeah, you don't think, you don't that think that'll be resolved right away? Killer? Right? No, I think that the Thor movie is going to be like it, it'll explain a little bit more about what's going to happen, and it'll delve into the multiverse a little bit more as well. I think. Oh. Um, but I think that Gore is going to be a multiversal being that's going to be peru- perusing around killing gods from different universes. And I don't think we're going to see a conclusion to that in this Thor movie. I think that that scene in the trailer we see where Thor is like, um, in like doing that hands on the knees, cross legged pose. I don't know what that's called for some reason, but you know the one I'm talking about where he kind of looks like he's doing yoga or meditation. Oh, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I think that scene is going to like pan to the right and then Gore's going to be there right beside him and they're both going to be like namaste, man. That, that's going to be the wild theory I'm going to throw out there that that's how Thor really? Love and Thunder works. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's going to pan to the side and he's just going to get fucking beheaded. <laughs> I think it'll be like a different variant Thor, 
and that'll be like Gore's introduction. And then he'll travel to like a different multiverse. And that's where Jane Foster's Mighty Thor is going to come. Oh, fuck. You think they're killing off Chris Hemsworth? Just like a different one. Like, like, so I think that that, that Thor is going to die. And that's how oh, Jane sorry. Foster is I just connected it. Universe Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just connected it. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, I, I, I can't disagree with second. you. I got that's it. A I got it. I feel you now. That that's mm-hmm. a good idea. Oh, yeah, damn. No, like I, I, I agree. I like that's that, what I think. that would be you, really you think, cool. Uh, he's eventually gonna put together a super group with Wanda, Mephisto, Kang, <laughs> two <laughs> Thanoses. <laughs> I, I absolutely think so. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's where <laughs> One of them will be a more Harry Styles type Thanos, and the other one will be a regular Thanos. Well, you can't have. Well, can you have a, mul- a different universe where Thanos wasn't deviant? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, that'd be fucking cool. Oh shit, we lost Ollie. Oh damn. Um, oh shit. Well, hold Hello. on. He's on his way back. This might just work out. I feel like I've had this happen to Adam and I when we were doing one of our episodes. I think it was the first episode of go. Transatlantic. Ah, uh, there he is. I am back. Um, all it is, are you getting, like, does it say you're good on your end? Yeah, it says it, 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 it said disconnected from server, and I've never seen that show up when my internet crashes. So I think that was more of a Zencaster thing than anything. Okay, so it was probably just a don't talk or anything. Just just let it keep going. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't hear you guys at all though. That was different. Oh, oh. A, okay. Well, then you probably just disconnected, reconnected. Yeah, yeah I feel like weird. this this happened to to Adam and I on on an episode of Transatlantic, and I think he was able to come back no problem. Okay, but yeah, what I was leaving off with, Ryan, was that I, I totally agree with your, your theory possibility that it could be the multiverse. Like, that would be wild. I would love to see that. I hope that's what they do. I, I just want them to continue to keep the multiverse a relevant thing. And, like, for the foreseeable future, I don't see them going directly into making different movies about different characters in a different universe. And I feel like you're right that they will eventually get there, but they need to make sure that the multiverse is essentially another character that they're building until they get to that point. Hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I no, I agree with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. Still, I kind of lean towards Thor just being like not a pivotal movie in the phase i think it's just going to introduce a character or two i mean like thor's already been the one to oh wait no i'm thinking of guardians of the galaxy i feel like every movie introduces some character that's like a villain but people love to see them like loki and thor like nebula in guardians of the galaxy i feel like god the gore butcher is just basically going to be that I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram post that um, Karen Gillan made about her last day of shooting on the new Thor movie. And, and she made it sound like, I mean, they could lie, but she made it sound like she has no idea if she's going to be in another Thor movie going forward. So they might be writing her character out at some capacity or something. So maybe Gore kind of takes that 
um, place. Or, or she stays with the Guardians. Or that, yeah, but but like her her post made it sound like she like because she wouldn't have said that if they write her to stay with the Guardians, unless she is lying about what's going on in the movie. But like but it, then again, she might have been more specific if she was leaving because like Dave Batista, they just wrapped filming on Guardians three. And he's already, like, put out tweets about how he's not coming back and, like, how it was great working on the project. But, uh, like, that's it was a good finale. And he's so thankful that this character made him who he is in the, like, current acting landscape and all of that. Okay. Yeah. So is Hot he going to be like Dave Batista now? And... Well, well, we knew that he was – we knew that this was his last movie because this is all that he had be been Marcus contracted <laughs> for. Um, either that or my question now is the, the hot the hot question of this topic: Does he die? I or think he probably will. Sacrifice, major sacrifice, probably. huge sacrifice. Yep. See, that's hard. I, to I'd say, say I'd say the whole thing. Uh, I don't know. I think that's hard to say because on uh, in in my opinion of Drax is he's like comedic relief like they haven't given that character enough of a um motivation to really warrant him sacrificing himself in some grandiose way like i like unless they really delve into his character in the next guardians of the galaxy movie like i don't feel like they're making that jump from him being like if you stand still no one can see you kind of thing to like then him Dying in some, dying in epic some battle epic... where he sacrifices himself for the entirety of the galaxy. Like I yeah. can agree with you, Ollie, but in the in the respect of the Guardians specifically, I think that's where our opinions differ. Oh. I I think he would be the character that's willing to lay down his life for the Guardians. Not necessarily like if they were saving a planet, and in order to save the planet but not the guardians he wouldn't probably care all that much right but if that's what i mean by sacrifice play like yeah no like a stark sized everybody Hmm. like a stark sacrifice play i think i think he would yeah i think so too. and he'd go out with some some funny one-liner as well yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing that that's not within his character. I'm just saying the way they've presented him, I don't see them bridging the presentation of him being like a comedic character to to then doing that. Like the way they've done him, I think that they're more so gonna write him out in some wholesome manner. Like he finds a new family, or he just retires. Oh, he just <laughs> retires, and and basically you you get um. Like what you what you get is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator in Terminator Genesis, where he's just <laughs> retired after John Connor is dead. Spoiler alert: he doesn't have a purpose anymore. Skynet is not a thing, so he just marries some chick, never has sex, and fathers a child, her child, and just like lives in exile basically, and and like a retired person. That's Except gonna be drags except it's Drax. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I think, honestly, you might be right. Cause like we discussed this down. before and they, and just saying like, Damn right, I'm right. they're not great at killing their heroes. 
Yeah. So, I, like, you, you honestly could be onto something there. Well, really. what what hero did we see die before Infinity War? Heimdall. Uh, I mean, oh, not... that was on that was during Infinity War, but during still, Infinity War, yeah. he had so much more potential. Yeah, yeah, you're not. And wrong. they and they offed they offed Loki right in the beginning. I know he's more anti-hero than hero, but like, no, but before before alive. Infinity War, like in that whole phase, like did we get one hero that actually like died? Well, like Bucky kind of died, but he came back. I was, gonna, I was yeah. just gonna. I was just gonna say, Nick Fury almost kind of died and came back. Yeah, <laughs> but we haven't. But like to my knowledge, from what I can think off the top of my head, we didn't actually have like a hero full on die. And don't say Black Panther's dad because like he technically was a hero. He was Black Panther, but like. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that doesn't count as far as I'm concerned. T'Challa was still Black Panther. He just wasn't king. T'Chaka gave up that mantle. Yeah long ago but i was I know gonna say... i was more so saying if you guys were going to find a loophole to my question like don't say him but oh but yeah no. like, i was like... th- i was thinking of pietro maximov oh Quicksilver. yeah they outright killed him and he also had the potential to have uh have <laughs> more going on and yeah but that's exactly what i'm saying is they can't kill the characters well that was not a good death and it, almost everybody agrees oh i thought you meant like they they have a hard time killing their heroes like they they know they're don't just really, well but they yeah. don't kill them off well partially hey, remember when we were talking about um egyptian superheroes powers and that you you said she could travel like 500 600 miles an hour and i was like isn't a speeding bullet like 700 and then i googled it and we found that it was actually like 1200 Maybe that's Ryan, exactly yeah. the logic they used to kill Pietro. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, he is, he is not faster than speedy. Math. <laughs> no. Yeah. Physics. So there you go, Ryan. They, they wrote a really good fucking death oh, for him. Man. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, I, I retract my opinion. I was entirely wrong. <laughs> Shit. so like, does that does that then mean that quicksilver in the x-men universe is faster than the quicksilver in the mcu yes definitely 100 percent, and that's why thousand percent and, and it's it's maybe it's maybe it's like darwinism with the multiverse maybe that's why when wanda conjured up pietro in wandavision it wasn't her real brother it was the multiverse brother because that's the true Pietro. That's the strong Pietro. But you he know? was just a—he was just a guy. He was just a guy. Wasn't yeah, just like I mean, a guy, like a pizza delivery guy or something. But he was still Pietro. I, and what I, I, I could kind of see it. What I'm saying is, so far, what we've seen with Doctor so like, Strange, same is as still... uh, he, him having a completely different story. You know, like Magneto is his father, and he doesn't right. have Wanda. Right. Yeah, and and like what I'm kind of getting know, at is man. like I really don't know. We we but uh, we if see... we're like more or less done with Doctor Strange here, I wanted to get your guys like out of ten review, like ten being a masterpiece and one being garbage. Ollie, you first. Never mind. And he Alex? just went offline again. All right. All right. So then, Ryan, you you first. <laughs> you want me to go first? Okay. Uh, this is going to be a hot take then. 
Oh, I no. thought I'm going to give it a six. A flat six. six. Flat yeah. six. All because of magic? Nope. Nope. That is not my only hold up with the movie. I mean, like, that is definitely one thing. I don't think that that alone takes enough away for me to give it a low score. Um, but there are some other uh, things that I really ah. didn't like from it. Such as? Back. One sec. Ollie? We're about to hear how I heard him. Yeah, fill me in here. Oh, We're okay. about to hear uh, what Ryan didn't like about Multiverse of Madness. Oh, okay. yeah. I, so, right, I, I don't know if you heard it when, uh, when, I, when I was talking uh, right before you got dropped out there, but I'm asking you guys for your, like, review out of 10 of the movie. Okay. I, I just wasn't sure if I you said all of you go before. first and then you yeah, dropped, and then you out. dropped out immediately. <laughs> so now I really now wanted going... to avoid that question. But that's okay. Well, we're going with Ryan first. <laughs> okay. And he gave it a flat six. Whoa. Not a solid six, not a high six, a not flat a round six. Six. Sir, flat six. A flat 6.0. Shit, Ryan. Okay. Um. Regale us with why. No, no. <laughs> so I need to know. First off, uh, yes, I did take issue with the fights. I thought that the majority of them were pretty meh, in my opinion. Then you and um, I did not see the same movie. Damn. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think differently about the Illuminati <laughs> scene. The yeah. Illuminati fight scene was pretty good, and I liked that one a decent amount. But everything from like the beginning of the movie until the point that Doctor Strange takes over the other Strange's corpse and then fights uh, a little bit like that. I thought yeah. that was the only other well-done fight scene of the show. Demon Cloak? But you didn't like the the <laughs> the battle of the musical pieces between 616 <laughs> oh, and man. Sinister no. Strange? Once Am again, extremely underwhelming use of magic. Like, why are okay. we sending little fucking music notes around? Like, it's I... cool and all to, to do that, like, in, in the same way as something like I don't know, Baby Driver, where they use the music as a very, like, pivotal point of the movie. Right. But this was just fucking cheesy to me. Two two Ollie, things. Ollie, you're champing at the bit, bro. Yeah, What's go up? For it. Yeah, two things. For all we know, that the universe that he was in is a universe where magic has to have a medium, and you have to have music or something to inspire, like, spells that you're casting or something, and... and you know, kind of, and it's natural to him to be in that <laughs> because of, like, earlier when you saw them jumping through the multiverses, they became paint. They didn't stay themselves in a paint universe. They became the paint. So, I don't know, maybe the multiverse works in that way where, where things just translate, but I found that scene to be the weirdest of the movie. I was like, why are they using music to fight? But mm -hmm. it, it was kind of cool, don't get me wrong, and I wonder yeah, if there's... Like anything there with the exact notes that they used because those were famous um concertos or whatever for sure um mm -hmm. but i yeah i i kind of like that scene was kind of out of left field and i was like this feels a little forced and i wonder yeah. what the basis for it is that's exactly my thoughts is like it it had the potential to be an interesting scene and the way that they use the surroundings uh for the magic was I'll give them more unique than what they had done in the rest of the movie. But it was still extremely underwhelming because of just how little any of it did. 
Like, nothing <laughs> seemed to impact anything. It was like getting shot with a, a fucking Nerf gun. So, I, I don't know. It just it seemed really I, fucking weird to I me. I feel like I'm looking at things from the other side of the coin. Like, I, I feel like the movie did a lot. But I agree on the point that there was some underwhelming magic and and so like yeah so one of the main things I noticed what was really underwhelming was that scene where they were jumping through the different multiverses is like none of those multiverses were anything I actually cared to see I don't care about a paint universe there was there was one where that it was, was dope I mean it was, was dope. dope it was a dope scene but like none like they could have taken the opportunity to show like other comic um timelines or something in, in that they did show one thing that i missed and we had talked about this after the lost episode from last week um after you hopped out alex because we wanted to avoid spoilers but uh ollie to circle back to that um the living tribunal was actually in there and i forgot about this the living tribunal yeah, it's like one of the very first universes that they go into. There's like a bright flash, and then there's like three gigantic figures with glowing Stone eyes, and they pass and right through yeah. them. Yeah, it was like, I think it was the very first thing that they see when they start uh, going oh. through universes. Okay. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, but that that is one of the things in there. But like, I, I still agree with you, like we have been talking about. I feel like they could have done a little more with it. And, uh-huh. like, sure, it looked cool visually, but there's so much more depth that they just didn't put into this movie. And that all ties into what I'm talking about in terms of the direction of the MCU, where they're still not really wanting to give us enough. Uh, but that's, that's that's beside the point. My other issues that I take with the movie uh, come in large part due to the dialogue that they use. Uh-huh. Um, and more so the uh, the lack of use of their themes. So How do you we mean? see we see heavy heavy emphasis visually um, on everything being like horror or thriller esque, right? Right. And I really liked that. I thought a lot of the scenes uh, with Wanda, uh, especially portraying her like a demon were very well done. Oh, but then you get slapped across the face two seconds later with a goofy fucking joke that just makes no sense. And like that to me takes away so much from a scene. It's like, uh, I'm sure you uh, are going to recognize what I'm talking about here, Ollie, but you know, uh, when the Batman came out, um, how people like they, they were there were some complaints going around that it was too serious. So then Reddit users started making posts like uh, Marvel fans when the Riddler doesn't say, or when uh, the the fucking, (laughs) what's his name? The governor isn't like, he's behind me, isn't he? Right before the Riddler bashes his fucking skull in. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I remember seeing those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so tired of this, like, shoehorning in humor where it doesn't belong. And I this movie, it had no place, in my opinion. There are scenes where, yes, you could have used it, but there is no reason to have your classic Marvel jokes every step of the way in a movie that has heavy themes of horror, and especially something that's meant to be as dark as this movie was. 
I kind of it agree. is it is Sam Raimi style though, dark humor. But I mean, but, it, like, wasn't often it wasn't musical. even dark humor, and that, was, that's the problem: is the yeah. humor didn't fit in with the rest of the it theme. It was typical a, Marvel jokes. Yeah, it was like it like was the like Spider-Man the Spider-Man one in the cafe. Yeah, exactly. Where 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 America Chavez was learning about Spider-Man, and she's like, "Does he does he spit webs out of his butt?" And then Doctor Strange <laughs> is like, "God, I hope not," or something like that. And like that, it was funny, but it wasn't dark humor, and it did feel kind of forced. And same with the that one thing that he says when he when he does the Darkhold spell and becomes Dead Strange, where he was like, "What is dead must kill" or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like there, that. really, there that, he said that weird parts that just it really breaks immersion to me. Yeah, and that is that is exclusively the reason why I give it a six. Is because I oh. despise that in Damn. movies, and I this movie we just really perpetuated that. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. we keep like interjecting with other things. It's hard for me to get through my my thoughts. Um, oh, but yeah. like, that's all I really had to say oh, okay. in terms of why I rate it lower. So, like, Damn. one of you guys, I'd like to hear what you guys think. Okay, well, I I think I'm the opposite of the spectrum. I give this movie like a nine. I thought that I thought that this was like a really entertaining watch. Yeah, like the things you point out, I agree you're totally there. But overall, I, I, I think I was very impressed with this movie and I think it does have a lot of ramification for the MCU and everything and 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 the characters they introduced and the things they did with them, I was like, that's ballsy. I haven't seen that in a Marvel movie before. Like Yeah, I don't know. Like Alex, back me up on this. Yep. <laughs> yep no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> um no i i do agree with you i i myself would give this movie uh, a fat nine a fat nine fat nine thick with P- three c's i was gonna say p-h-a-t and thick with three c's <laughs> fat nine and you're like but why not just go the extra step and make it a 10 because it wasn't a perfect movie yeah it, it was not i mean like I agree with with a, a lot of the points you guys have been making. Um, even though I am completely biased in the opposite direction because I just love all things Marvel, <laughs> except for Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was a waste. Of such great potential, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, I uh, honestly though, um, Michelle or was that her name? Yeah, Michelle or was this one Monica? Maria. 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 Yeah, Maria. Maria Rambo is a fucking dope Why'd you say her name? I think I liked her better. (laughs) 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 But, like, exactly. Like, that's that's another thing, actually, you reminded me of. Is when I had said that I thought it was very Batman v Superman as because Wanda's turning point was exactly that. It was uh, it was a your mom is Martha moment. And then all of a sudden, she was rede- redeemed. Like, I, I don't know. I just Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like, it took one little thing for her to flip her life upside down and have to go live yeah. with her aunt and uncle in Bel Air. And, it, like, if they had literally just spent, like, 30 seconds extra with impactful dialogue on that scene, it would have made all the difference in the world. But without having that, it was the same to me as not mentioning the fact that Jake Lockley is there in Moon Knight. Hmm. It just felt the same. It was like, it was like all of she did all of this shit, murdered all of these people, 
just to see two little kids cry that she had no intention of caring about in the first place because it wasn't the universe she wanted. And now all of a sudden she's changed. Oh, well, okay. So I think this also mirrors... (laughs) Let me refer you to a certain movie called Wonder Woman 84. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't watched that yet, and I think I'm going to stay that way. (laughs) I'm kidding. Go ahead, ahead, Ollie. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I can see your point there, but um, what I was going for was I think it parallels WandaVision because with WandaVision, we thought we, she was redeeming herself, but she was actually putting herself in, in, the, in hole. the whole 4chan, you know, like Darkhold yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so, she became an incel. That's, yeah, that's so, how it goes. <laughs> so she's not redeemed at the end of this movie once she saw that the kids hate her. She just has even less to give a shit about. So, like, I think, like, the right person could mold her mind and do what they want with it, and that's maybe where Kang or your Mephisto can come into the picture. Yeah. Both. No, I agree with, I agree with you there, Both. for sure. Like, I think that she is that's probably still going to be more of a villain. I don't think Mephisto's involved, guys. You can drop the act. Like, <laughs> like let's stop bringing him up. <laughs> but okay, anyway, I think, um, him up, but Ollie, had you <laughs> had you concluded your thoughts on your part of the review there? Oh yeah, I guess I got Alex to chime in there. Um, I yeah, like I think the Illuminati scene alone put that movie pretty high up for me. Like, I I, I don't know. It, it wasn't the fact that she killed them. It was the fact that that hap like like she she was powerful enough to do that in the first place and the fact mm-hmm. that they introduced like a bunch of characters to to live action MCU and yeah it, it, i think that alone just kind of brings it up for me and i think that's just what i'm con- going to conclude about is that i really that's like the, the direction they're going with it pretty dope. she literally took away black bolt's mouth and in a yeah. panic, he uttered an internal noise that was collapsed. That what it, was? it blew out his fucking skull and collapsed it within. Fuck, Blood was coming out darker. of his eyes and nose, and like his brain was pretty much sliding down the side of his head through the fucking not through, but like you could see the the shape of his cowl. Yeah, we'll call it that. Um, well, that's what it was. Goopy. I thought I thought that she imploded his brain. No, she sealed his mouth, and he made like a like a noise, yeah, like, like an internal noise, like a like a what the. F- I think it was like a panic. Damn. And yeah, it blew out his fucking skull. She cut yeah. Agent Carter, Captain Carter, in half with the fucking shield. Well, it's the same with like when she killed Xavier. She didn't break his neck. She ripped his head in two. She did. Yeah, like she separated his bottom jaw from the top half of his head. She didn't break his neck. Oh, she didn't spin the one dead. way. No, she grabbed the bottom oh, of no, his he's jaw dead. with one he's hand dead, and the top of his head with the other and literally ripped his head in half. That's fucked. I don't think I noticed that. I don't remember yeah, that. It's fucking crazy. Okay. It's hard to see, but just like go back and watch that specific part and you'll see exactly what I mean. Like, are you, talking, grab... in, are you talking about in, in the mind? Like when they yeah. were in. Oh, that yeah. Part. Like right after the red mist, like engulfs him, kind of. 
She like grabs uh, with both hands, like one on the bottom of his jaw, not on his neck, and the other one on the top of his head, and twist in opposite directions. Oh shit! I I saw it as a neck break. That that's what happened in my mind. So hmm, interesting. Okay, that makes it a lot darker. Fucking nuts. Yeah. The one person who got it the easiest was Maria. She just had a statue collapse on her. But yeah. she had her powers taken away first. How did that, that happen? Yeah, yeah. I, I found that weird. She, because... she like absorbed the whatever energy off of her Binary. and then pulled the statue down on yeah. a normal person. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. I, see, I don't <laughs> think I... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. I, must have I been knew that she or... was kind of like... I was sober. I um, thought I thought that she had just turned off her powers in that one instant to do something else or whatever, and, and oh, she just caught her Wanda like suppressed them or something. Like she used her magic and, right. and either took it away and absorbed it or suppressed it to I a think, point that she was just a normal person. I think she bended reality like she did with the mouth of what's his face. Like I don't think she actually did that. I th- I I, I kind of got the impression that. That it seems like she can only influence people's mind. So he believed that his mouth was like that and he didn't open his mouth or something like that. I don't know. That's kind of what I thought. And that's what I thought that she also did with with Captain Marvel was that she basically turned off her powers and changed like the reality of her. And then that's what ended up killing her. Because she thought she didn't well, have yeah, those probably. powers so she lost control of them. It's probably and... more what it is. Or like, because I mean... She could it potentially be powerful enough to just like I, I just erase her powers, I guess. But I mean, you also, yeah, you you raise a good point because that's the whole thing she's doing with America Chavez is she's trying to absorb her power, right? Mm-hmm. So I I don't know, like, but I I kind of got even with the spaghettification of Reed Richards that she was bending reality because that's like basically the the way that Thanos did um drax and, yeah, but and he them. could he could legit they can both legit bend reality to their will it's not so much making someone believe that it's happening they're actually making it happen she's manifesting that yeah so it's like when thanos sealed so like that scene in the infinity war where thanos changes the shot that uh star lord is going to shoot gamora with and he turns it into bubbles Right. You still pulled the trigger. It's just like they, they changed the bullet. It's no longer a bullet. It was just bubbles. Bubbles. Like yeah. it, it is really happening. It's not just in your mind and you're you're hallucinating these things. It's actually what's going on. Yeah, okay. Okay. Then then mm-hmm. then I guess it did happen. Yeah. Still, that's insane. Yeah. yeah that I mean, is Alex <laughs> You want to finish up your uh, your part of that review there? Oh, just like yeah, why sure. you gave it a nine? Nine out of ten, um, because it wasn't a perfect movie. Um, I felt like, and this is just my own take. Like I felt like they tried to give off this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Redemption arc with her like she started off so goddamn evil and then like breaks the temple down around her and i think that they're trying to lead people in that direction and i don't like that because um um shit 
Sorry, my my high brain's throwing me off here. Huh, it's um, all good. <laughs> um, I think it's going to take a lot more. She seems very driven. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. No. No, I agree. I mean, that's like that's why I said what I said about uh, the scene where she sees the kids crying and like upset about her. I think it's it's too easy. It just like with all of the bad shit that she did, that's not enough for me to be like, oh, okay, well you're good now. I right. think it's I think that's very comic booky though. I think that's very nineteen seventies comic book ending. Yeah, exactly. But we're long past that, and we've seen we've seen what we can do with far more uh, impactful scenes in regards to like characters having a redemption arc. that kind of stuff like like tony especially so i I don't know why but i I don't know why we would go with something that's lackluster steve rogers she's just a kid uh like he said that he said that in in um civil war civil war yeah and just a kid tony yeah and and like i don't know like i feel like she's a bit different because i would argue that even even in the Avengers 2 Age of Ultron and, and all the other movies that she's been in, I'd argue that she was never truly a hero or necessarily an anti-hero. She was just kind of like a person who they who they like adopted and was like the mascot of the Avengers or something until she had that incident in the beginning of um mm-hmm. uh what was it? Was it Civil War? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. Where she, where she it, killed like, where like she threw the dude up and he right. exploded. Yeah, a bunch of and I think that was the spiral. Is that like, I don't know. It was like the PTSD of of being a miracle and being tested on by Hydra or whatever, um, or Von Strucker or whoever it was. Like I, I think that, I think that she's a very troubled character, and I don't think she's necessarily a hero, and I don't think she's necessarily full on villain, despite like what we saw. Um, but think I think she's she, just going through the motions. She's going through some motions, that's for sure. But I still think she's going to be involved with Kang, and I, and I don't think she's really going to get a redemption arc. I think she's going, she's going the other way. She's going to the dark side. You think she's going? I was going to say, you think she's going dark side? Yeah, I think she's going dark side. Mm. I think we'll get a redemption arc at some point, but not oh, until we've you. seen her go dark. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. How dare you, you have a differing opinion? i'm sorry i won't do it again no but i mean i like this because like if we were all on the same page this would be so boring to talk about right no kidding um yeah i think i mean that's uh that's about all i feel like i have to say about it and and you know what to to those to those listening we only like scratched the surface we talked about a lot of things in that movie but there's a lot of shit we didn't even talk about yeah at all so, I mean, if you were worried about any kind of spoiler, you got some of it, just not all of it. So much <laughs> yeah, that's going true. On. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. I, you're I welcome. feel like we're omitting, like, <laughs> half the movie. Like, we don't even, we didn't even talk much about America Chavez. And, well, I'm, and I'm really curious. There's not much to say about her, though, to be honest. What? Like, it, it felt like they intentionally left a lot out to build on her character in the show. And I, I like that. I don't it, think it was a bad thing. No, I, I don't either. I think that was mostly because it's a Doctor Strange movie and there was already, like, Wanda taking up a large part of it. 
Um, and I think a lot of their budget was sucked up by Patrick Stewart showing up as Charles Xavier. So, <laughs> Yeah, they didn't um, actually hire him on or have him audition or nothing. He just showed up on set one day and was yeah. like, I'm going to play Charles Xavier from the 1990s X-Men TV yeah. show. <laughs> I mean, it'd be really cool if some of these... Um, actors are now being brought in and have some influence on the mcu going forward like that that actually would have been cool if if he actually asked hey you're doing a multiverse movie like bring me on board um but yeah i'm i'm mostly curious about um about that character that that ox dude in in what was what was the name of the the magical comertage Comertage, yeah like they they brought in like four unnamed characters that had like lines in that well, battle they're un, not quite unnamed they are actual comic characters but they didn't really get into into touch with who any of them were you had yeah, the like, representative from like the london um right sanctorum and you had the one from china from hong kong i think it was yeah and hong then you kong. had the minotaur Oxman, Bison yeah. Man. Where was that guy from? Probably tastes good as a steak, man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I they, don't like, know. Like, have they ever shown us, like, a humanoid animal in in, in well, the MCU? If, uh, I don't think so. Uh, Hold on. Kind of. Wasn't there a Minotaur in the second Thor movie or something at the beginning? There might have been somewhere in there. And if that's the case, like, you can only really lend itself to Thor, Love and Thunder, because, you know, Zeus, Minotaurs, Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like, I just felt like his character was kind of, like, weirdly untalked about, and um, I kind of got the vibe that he was supposed to be, like, a Taika Waititi Korg, but they, like, maybe cut out some lines or, or some scenes with him. I think he was more fan service than anything. Okay. So, like, That's what's my... his character? Oh, I don't know. One sec. <laughs> Some fan you are. I didn't say that I was particularly a fan. <laughs> Is it because he's a minotaur? Marble. Marvel. Rintra. In the first Doctor Rintra. Strange multiverse of Maltese trailer, Doctor Strange 2's inclusion of Rintra. Um, who is Rintra is a better question. I don't know. He's a, some Minotaur character. Who knows? Rintra okay. Or... Well, either way, I was. I like... think honestly, I honestly think that was that was just straight up fan service. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, weird. Like it, you, you might as well use a character from the comics in in that setting if they belong, you know. Like he's technically an alien. Nah, he's an extra dimensional being. Interesting. Okay. From the um, planet of Erval. Erval. R apostrophe V A A L. Erval. Erval. Reval. Oh. Reval. Erval. Maarval. Maarval. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> but. Still, like, still feel like there was miss something missing with the character. I felt like they, he had lines that they kind of, like, drowned out with certain 
things, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. 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 Movie movie was a fucking ride. Yeah. Like I did. Like I'm hoping the the MCU is heating up at this point because if if this is a high point, I'm gonna be really disappointed. And Ryan is too because he didn't like this. Ryan's movie. already disappointed. He didn't yeah. even like Doctor Strange. <laughs> I like the movie. But like yeah. one thing of the things that I like. <laughs> but at, at the very least, Ryan, do you think this was better than the first Doctor Strange movie? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. See, and that's what matters because if you don't even watch anything of the MCU, this movie makes total sense. I'm just kidding. It it <laughs> it's kind of weird that it's like and maybe that's why they didn't call it Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. It was just Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Because, yeah, there's, like, realistically no continuation. Whereas the Spider-Man movies had pretty decent continuation. Aside from, like, mm-hmm. the beginning of uh, Far From Home? Yeah. No Way Home? Homecoming? No, because, because Endgame was Home like a thing that tonight? happened it, oh, sure is that the fourth movie it's <laughs> coming out <laughs> but anyway we are closing in now on that three hour mark we i don't know where you go, but are i've got no better more be appreciative quite a long show i have no more thoughts on on doctor strange in the multiverse other than you need to get the fuck out there and go see it yeah and then email Definitely. us with all your theories email mm-hmm. ollie you can yeah. DM him at Oliver.hruiz on Instagram. Dial up internet me. <laughs> no, your internet like at home is dialed. Fucking smoke Don't signal get it twisted. me. Smoke signal me. Can you even read smoke signals? Maybe it's like Morse code. But I don't know how to read Morse code. <laughs> it's like Morse code. No, Morse code is like Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, you know what, let's, uh, if anybody, does anybody else have any more to say on, on any of this? Nope. Moon Knight, Multiverse of Madness, Batman. Nah, I got nothing. Rick and Morty. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd throw a couple yeah. of extra ones. Yeah, well, Random Rick and Morty was shit now that you mentioned um, it, but. Shout outs. <laughs> quick shout outs. Quick shout out section here. Um. First and foremost, to Matt the Rat over at Rat House Productions. He is our producer. He puts our content out on the internet. So you lovely folks at home, in the car, on the shitter, wherever you're at, can listen. Uh, So thanks to him. And go check out rathouse.net where you can find our show um, and a variety of other uh, podcasts and shows that go on over there. Uh, Another shout out real quick um, to... We lost Ollie. <laughs> That's <Okay>. all good. <laughs> that pulled me away. Another Just shout kidding. out real quick to Joey at Blind Knowledge. What up, brother? Uh, he is one of our promoters, and he puts our stuff out across the internet. I'm back. Um, nice. Back. We're just we're still we're still shouting out. All right. This much. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and go yeah go go over there to blindknowledge.com. Actually, blindknowledge.com is not up yet. We're still, it's still being worked on. It's still uh, in its beta stages, I think. Um, I haven't been able to see much of it, but I know Joey's working tirelessly at getting that sorted out. Um, I don't know what happened. It was up for like a day, and then 
I think he wanted to remodel it. He, he had a different vision for it. So go check that out or keep tabs on when that's going to be up. There's other great podcasts on that network. And speaking of other great podcasts, go check out the boys over at Nerd Talk Plus. They're like us, but American. That's like that's going to be my tagline for them They're in like everything. Us, but American. They're like us, but American. They're like us, I but mean, less funny. I, oh, I, I presume. Shots fired. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bro, have you even listened? A little bit. I don't even know that you have. I think you're making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they may not be as funny as us because, like, we're pretty funny. We're like fucking professional funny, comedians. Funny looking. We're like, well, I mean, I'm funny looking. <laughs> I was yeah, talking that's about right. Ryan. Deprecated <laughs> what with his perfect get a, hair, get a makeover, skinny, skinny, fucking well toned body. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's not turn you this skinny into bitch. A... <laughs> I'll take um, all of it. Yeah, he will. Uh, but like I, like I said, go go check out the guys over at Nerd Talk Plus. They do a lot of the same stuff we do, uh, except I will say they are far more at least Javier in my experience, is far more knowledgeable in the ways of uh, of comics. Although, Ryan, you've got a pretty good fucking base as well, so I think the two of you could definitely uh, hash touch it tips. out. But yeah, definitely. Gingerly. They will gingerly touch tips. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it would be my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I bet it would be. <laughs> But oh, uh, we also have a, a particularly special shout out again here, don't we? With a, maybe a certain code attached to it. What? <laughs> certain code? I don't know what you're talking about. Of course I do. No? The code is my door. Yeah, and a good, awesome shout out to the fine folks over at Swift Lifestyles. They make all kinds of groovy uh, gamer supplements powdered energy drinks we got a variety of flavors one day eventually we can also have our own flavor name there one day but until then uh you can go check that out at uh, swiftlifestyles.com and use creator code is that the best way to put it discount code creator code use code nerdy nom noms n-e-r-d-y-n-o-m-n-o-m-s nerdy nom noms to let them know we sent you and I'm quite certain you get at least 15% off your first order. Fuck yeah. Too many good flavors. Go check that out. Um, And you know what? I'm not going to let him plug himself. I'm going to plug him myself. It sounded kind of dirty, but I liked it. <laughs> Go check out Ryan, a.k.a. Synthetic7S, over up on Twitch. Now, I know he was probably going to do that anyway, but I'm giving him a personal brother <laughs> shout out because we homies. Go check it. him out. He does all kinds of stuff <laughs> over there. He needs more love. We all need more love. He does, but him more. Agreed. But him the most. Him the most. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Ryan, if people want to find you on the internet aside from Twitch, but I know you'll get there anyway, where can they find you? Yes, sir. I am also on Instagram, uh, also at Synthetic7S. So make sure you guys follow me over there as well. And you got those notifications turned on for the Switch channel so you see when I go live. I don't want to see when you go live. He's live right now. 
Whoa. I was. I was live earlier before we started this. Doing what? Earlier. Oh, just Guardian games Five on years Destiny. Ago. Good old Guardian games. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh. I haven't played anything, so I was like, I'll hop on. Ollie, anyway. you don't even know what Destiny is. Yeah, I don't. That's it's, what I thought. It's like Dark Souls, It's the name of right? your favorite stripper at the local strip joint. I know. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. So she spells it with an I-E, not a Y. I don't know. <laughs> with a heart above the I. <laughs> um if people want to find you on the internet ollie where can they find you uh on instagram at oliver.hruiz and, and if you need to hear that again you can rewind about three and a half <laughs> four or five minutes back where i said it <laughs> yeah yeah we both um, got shout outs this time ollie it's kind of huge yeah. yeah and uh <laughs> shout out to salad for being so healthy as well eat your vegetables kids <laughs> And drink your water. Stay hydrated. It's important. Yes. And if you want to find me on the internet, you can. I don't know why you'd want to, but you just come drop by anyway. Who gives a shit? Uh, on Twitter or Instagram. On Twitter, at the real Snurfin. On Instagram, at Snurfin. And you can also find us, our podcast, on the internet, on Twitter, and Instagram, at Nerdy Nomicron. And if you really, 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 really want to, you can also come to the Nerdy Nomicron Twitch channel uh, and show your support over there as well. Because sometimes I will stream games. Hot. Need to get, like, a schedule going. Need to really get that going. I think I might do some tomorrow, actually. Yeah, I'm off. I'm not doing anything. Why not? Nice. Hells yes. Um, Did I get everything? Did we do everything? I think so. Do all the things? I mean, I blacked out for a good minute there, but yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Ollie doesn't even know what day it is today. (laughs) I hope it's Friday. I'm going to be really disappointed if it's not. Well, I hate to tell you. Let that disappointment sink in. I'm sorry. Game over, man. It's game over. Speaking of game over, this concludes our episode of Nerdy Nomicron. Enjoy that outro music. And until next time, peace. Peace. Thanks for listening.